What's up, everybody? This is Ryan Rocket, and this week on the podcast, we had a special guest, a very talented singer-songwriter, Jack Freeman, and it ended up being a pretty long conversation, a really good conversation, but long even for our standards. <laughs> so uh, what we decided to do is chop the podcast up into two parts. Um, part one we're releasing right now, and part two will be released next week, Thanksgiving week. So without further ado, um, listen in, enjoy. It's a really good conversation. Jack Freeman's a really talented dude, really insightful, really funny. And I think you guys are going to like this one. And check back next week for part two. And, yeah, enjoy. I feel like just the most people ever talked about Jill Scott. Um, no, there was one other time. But we'll get into that in a little bit. I think I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad moment. <laughs> you gonna bust a little freestyle song on us, Jack? Sure. <laughs> Not playing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Welcome this morning. With a smile on my face. This is like uh, the Jacques version of the <laughs> elevator song. my play. Yes, sir. Ooh, made me some breakfast mm, toast. To scramble day. <laughs> e, 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 e. Hey, yo, sing that thing. <laughs> sing it, Jill. Jill Scott. Play it. with she that mic, girl. Yes. We had, to bump in. we had to bump in with some Jill Scott because, you know, the video has been circulating. Everybody got excited. Um, she has apparently been uncanceled because remember she got into a little trouble in 2015 when she defended Bill Cosby when yeah. those allegations came out. Yeah. Uh, I forgot, about, I forgot that. about that. Yeah, that too. People got upset. She asked for that evidence. She's yes. like, "Where's the evidence?" <laughs> and the motherfucker said, "Right here." <laughs> Evil but, motherfucker. I didn't know she was canceled. Was nah. she officially canceled? She wasn't canceled. Okay. They. Well, they, people got very upset. They got very, very upset. But this is a little bit before that Cancel. could be the complete end of your career. Yeah, I mean, so she kind of edged it out. A people bit. really wasn't canceling people in 2015 like that. They still ain't successfully canceled nobody. That's true. R. Kelly's still around. Kelly, R. Kelly's yeah. still. Yeah. R. Kelly is still putting his dick on <laughs> middle-aged women's foreheads. Jesus can I say that on this show? Yeah, you can. Man, we keep it wrong. nasty ass nigga. <laughs> Nigga out here still dressed like a goddamn Migos. He is. He was here a couple weeks ago. He was, and I heard the show was fire. And he was here (laughs) the whole week. Nigga was at Alley Cat. Was he really? Get your raggedy ass out of Alley Cat with that damn Gucci headband. What are you wearing? Nigga's taking pictures with this. Man. Uh -uh. You go home and stay away from the school. 
<laughs> like ass nigga. Did you go to the concert? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. We'll get into that in a little bit, though, right, man. Because right. what we usually do here, we introduce the podcast. And of course, we have a special uh, guest. If you heard his baritone, very white voice already. Oh, but uh, yeah. we'll get to him in a little bit. Uh, let's introduce the podcast first, as we always do the Gems and Juice podcast. I am joined, as always, by my boy, the man, Figgy Figueroa himself, man. How you doing, bro? I'm doing pretty good, man. Today was my last day at work for the moment. Okay. You taking vacation? Yep. I'm you driving to Cleveland. Get... You okay. driving? Driving to Cleveland. Ooh. Boy, hell no. <laughs> why, why are you driving to Cleveland? Um, Just kind of wanted to drive, and plus we want to take the dog. Okay. And it's too, it's too much of a hassle trying to get the dog on the plane and all that, so. All them extra fees. Yeah. Plus, we got a new car. We don't mind riding it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, have fun, How- man. Don't go to a Cavs game, no matter what you do. You don't be depressed. <laughs> How long nah. is that drive? Um, nonstop. Just getting gas and going is twenty hours. Jesus, that's God. crazy. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I get anxious yeah. and claustrophobic. <laughs> yeah, you gotta drive your wife for twenty hours too. We. It's pretty. <laughs> you got as long as you have snacks and music, you'll be good. That's true. Yep. Drown out all the. Snacks, music, and podcasts. Don't leave her alone. Music in the world. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, I like Figgy's wife. Ain't nothing wrong with her. But uh, also joining us again, the lovely Jasmine, who is very excited because she has a Travis Scott concert coming up this weekend. I do. I'm so excited. I've been prepping all day, drinking my Pedialyte. Okay. Staying hydrated. Just, you know. You got to do that a day in advance? I normally don't, but I'm anticipating. A madness tomorrow. Okay. So it starts at noon. I'm definitely not going at that time, but it's just going to be a wild day. Okay. I can only imagine. We have people coming in from out of town. Frank, like It's about to be a mob of us. Okay. And the lineup, he finally released the lineup. So Yeah, we're going to talk about that in yeah. a little bit. I know you're defending it because you're just so excited about it. Yeah, We're going to talk about it in a little bit and have an honest discussion about that lineup. All right. But uh, also joining us, you know, we usually do not have a whole lot of guests on the Gems and Juice podcast, but this brother was gracious enough to come through. He's already been regaling us with multiple sports hot takes that we enjoy. This is our first multiple. official guest. Too. He is. He yeah. is. Very come talented on. young man. Yeah, uh, singer songwriter extraordinaire. Uh, you can see him on Arian Foster's latest project, Watermelon Sunrise, the song, as well as other things in the Lips. mix. A song called Lips, too. Lips? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to check that out as well. Yeah. Uh, Jack Freeman joins us today. Hi, guys. How's it going? <laughs> How you guys doing? Y'all good? Uh, I like that uh, intro, man. It was, it was solid. Solid intro. I try, I try, man. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Jack. Where do you come from? What brought you to Houston? What got you into music? Just a little little brief. I course. am from, actually from the north side of Houston. Okay. Okay. Uh, grew up in Inwood, Acres Home area, if y'all know the area very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I got to like the eighth grade, we moved out to Cyprus, graduated high school out there. Mm-hmm. What high school did you go to? If you don't want me asking. Cypress Falls. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Why did you, 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 were, I know you some were, Cy Creek people. So. Uh, how old are they? I'm 25. So. Yeah, they wasn't there when I was there. Gotcha. I was 07. <laughs> I'm 30 now. So oh, okay. I just turned 30 last week. Okay, Thank you, Bert. Appreciate that. 30 Club um, over here. Yeah, so I spent about two years in El Paso playing football uh, for UTEP, and then I ended up uh, 
leaving, not playing ball no more, came to Prairie View, been making music ever since. Okay. So, so what got you into music? Was it just something you always wanted to do and sports took precedent <clears> first, <throat> or did you just hit a crossroads and say, you know what, I'm going to start singing? Um, I came back, my second, my last game was um, Thanksgiving 2008, so almost 10 years to the day, uh, to this day at least. So um, I went home. I really didn't enjoy the season. Okay. Um, wasn't enjoying playing ball no more. So I'm over the holidays, and I'm telling my dad, I'm like, I don't think I want to play anymore. So I uh, came back in January, talked to the coaches. Um, they were okay with that. Um, the NCAA has a rule that if you're enrolled – in that semester and you decide you don't want to play ball no more, they honor your, your, um, scholarship. scholarship. Yeah. Okay. At the time I was dating a girl from LA that was a, um, a singer. Uh, her parents were songwriters, all that stuff. So, um, I just decided, I was like, I think I can write a song. Like this should be easy. Like I'd been able to sing my whole life. Like, you know, I think I can write a song. So, um, she convinced her dad to allow me to come out and uh, record uh, for this uh, Barack Obama uh, unauthorized documentary that he did. This was 2009, so like okay. he had just got into office. It was the first thing I ever recorded. <coughs> and then I, um, after that, it was just on and popping. Like I, I, you know, I knew some of my friends, like the nice guys uh, that I came up with. I was doing rap shows with those guys singing on their songs and, you know, getting to see a lot of different artists. And um, that was when the city was really kind of buzzing with a lot of new talent. Well, the country was really buzzing with a lot of new talent. Cause, yeah. I mean, you had Crit out that time, um, coming out around that time. You had uh, Big Sean, yeah, Drake Riz, was just start around that Drake, time too. Yeah, Drake was, had been around about a year and a half maybe. Um, this was like, if you could believe it, this is like before, like a little bit before Kendrick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like your big Sean, J Cole. Um, that was around the time I first met Mac Miller. Okay. Um, you know, uh, rest in peace of Mac Miller. Yeah, definitely. And, um, yeah, it just was like around these guys. And like seeing them perform in the little room and then them come back and then go perform at the big, big room and then go and now they're in, you know, arenas and stadiums and, you know, some of them. So um, it's just been a it's it's been a cool, cool ride. So I'm here now. That's where I'm at. Okay. Yeah. So who is the better uh, athlete singer, you or Victor Oladipo? Absolutely me. <laughs> I mean, Victor Oladipo, I heard him a couple times. Shout out to, you know, Vic, you know. He's he's good. He's good. He ain't me So you said that you um you've always been able to sing. Did you grow up in church or how did you I mean I grew that? up in church, I just didn't sing in church. Because uh-huh. I was just like I would never go to choir rehearsal because I would be playing ball yeah. or, you know, I just knew how to do it, uh, mainly because I saw my dad doing it, and I thought I could do it. So, mm-hmm. um, and then my sister could sing, and you know all that kind of stuff. So, I just kind of like I was like the least expected 
mm-hmm. to do music. Okay. Like, and are you the most passionate, most consistent about it? I would say out of your family now. Well, yeah, because my dad really doesn't like. My dad's a retired engineer, and mm-hmm. he, you know, he made a living doing that. And he, you know, he had a little group in college. Yeah, you know, they used to do that to get all the girls and stuff. And my sister, she, you know, still pursues it. She still she sings in a few bands. You know, she's she's kind of in a different lane. She'll go do corporate events and like weddings and um you know bar gigs and stuff like that i'm just in a little different lane where i'm you know opening for artists or you know um actively creating bodies of work and Mm -hmm. um just things of that nature so like it it our i guess our passions for it are the same but our approach is different gotcha so um this music thing has taken me a lot of different places, so it's a lot of different rooms I probably would never be in any other time because it's just the craziest thing, the most random thing. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, it's I'm enjoying it though. I'm definitely. Enjoying it seems it. to usually work like that too. Like I know, for example, Chris Rock would say he was never the funniest person in his family, but he right. was the only one to really. I know Tony Rock's doing his thing right now too. Right, right. But Chris Rock was the first one to break through. And I think that's what happens sometimes. The yeah. whole family might be into something, but the one least expected to take it to the next level is yeah. the one who usually does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, and what's crazy is, like, I have an older brother, too, and he's just been a music head his whole life, but he, you know, he doesn't rap, he doesn't sing, and yeah. any of that. Mm-hmm. But music is just like, it's just like he has just a, a collection of music that's just ridiculous. And I was just never, re- I was just always the, the ball player, like that's just this is what I did, yeah. and I, you know, I, I think that's what got me, um, so re- to be so receptive to athletes turned artists, yeah, because basically I'm an athlete turned artist, yeah. <laughs> and so you know, um, when I see pro athletes like, uh, I bet you can, I bet you can probably interview the next million people you meet and you will be you won't be able to say you'll be able to say that the only person that has a song with Ron Artest a song with Steven Jackson and a song with Arian Foster wow yeah. <laughs> like you'll never be able to find nobody else okay like that. so yeah. now we need stories on that first and foremost I was gonna ask you first how, how you met Arian Foster and how y'all got to work together yeah but first I kind of want to hear about how you met Ron Artest yeah. and how that experience was you know what's peace. funny <laughs> you know what's crazy never met Ron Artest oh okay so my my producer uh when Ron was in Houston he was rap- rapping and all that stuff and he wanted to, he needed a producer to make his beats and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So he would pay Rockaway just like inordinate amounts of money just to like make these beats and then never put the music out because it's Ron Artest. He just doesn't do shit like that. Yeah. So um, he ends up going to LA and then where'd he go after LA? Uh, he went to the Knicks, right? He was at the Knicks. I think so. Think so. Nick, yeah. yeah. And then he ended up going back to LA after yeah. that. He went to China or something like that. And yeah. he didn't come back. So I believe this is, might've been during his time in New York where, um, we did a beat, we did a song or whatever. And, um, um, 
Rockaway was like, yeah, I think Ron wants it. I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and he didn't tell anybody that he put it out. He didn't tell anyone he was going to put it out. It just popped up one day. Like, it it, it must have been on. It, first of all, it took, it took probably two months for them to pay me. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> I mean, probably yeah, it probably I mean, wasn't his fault, but that's you, pretty good in some cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some people yeah. don't get paid. Yeah, yeah. some people yeah. don't get paid at all. So like, uh, yeah, one day I just was, uh, I think I like searched me on a streaming site to you know find something to send somebody a link, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I played it. I'm like, oh. This is the Ron Artest song. So I was like, yo, Rockaway, did you know that this song came out? Yeah. It was like a year later. Okay. And he was wow. like, oh, he was like, yeah, he kind of does that. Like, I didn't know it either. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So shout out to Ron Artest. I've never even been in the same room with that guy. Oh, wow. But um, shout out to Ron Artest, man. Yeah. Meta World Peace, you know. Yes, did he sir. change his name back to Ron Artest? I think he did, yeah. I haven't heard <laughs> anything from him in a long time. He was in the honestly. big three. He was in the oh, big that's three. right. That's right. Yeah, he got ejected from a game this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually went to the big three when they came here. Yeah, I went to. Um, I, I saw too. It, He looked a little pudgy. Well, a lot well, of I mean, them do. He's, like, he don't you know, play. I know I'm just saying, but yeah, some, he, of them, he's a little, some of them guys still in shape, but he looked a little yeah, pudgy like yeah. he. You some need to quit. some of them guys was a little flabby and sick. But it's cool, man. It's, you know, it's fine. They still love the cool. game. They still, They'll still yeah. give me buckets. So I, you know, yeah, yeah. So, so how how'd you meet Arian Foster and how'd y'all get to work together? Um, I got a call from Chill. Um, uh, he used to go by Young Chill. I think he goes by Chill Vibes now. Okay. Um, a producer down here. Um, got Beyonce plaques. Think uh, Wale plaques, all that kind of stuff. So um, he called me, and he never calls me. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, chill, want some something serious, yeah." Chill, want something. So I'm like, "Yo, hello." He's like, uh, "What's up, man? Um, what you what you got going on this week?" I'm like, "Nothing." Yeah, I've been working on this album with uh, Arian Foster for a few years now, and um, we got this beat, and he wants to, um, uh, he needs a hook, and I thought you'd be good for it. Like, he just said it just like that. I'm like, oh, back up, back up, back up, back yeah. up. Okay, so who? He said, Arian Foster. I said, okay. I think I heard maybe he was rapping or something like that. That's uh-huh. cool. I was like, so when you want to do it? He was like, uh, you know, come in on Thursday or something like that. So I'm like, cool. I get to the studio, and he's there, and um, his girlfriend was – like maybe a couple months pregnant at the time, something like that. And, um, you know, I met her. She's really pleasant. Um, and Arian just starts talking to me. He's like, yo, yo, I heard some of your stuff, man. You dope. I was like, oh, I appreciate that, man. Also, I'm a fan of Arian Foster as a player. Yeah. So, like, this helped because I was like, okay, I, you know, I like the guy. So um, I had a feeling that he would be pretty decent, right, like, Mainly because he's pretty smart and he's got a different palette and he's got a different outlook on things. So I would assume that he would have like a subject matter that's a little bit different. Yeah. So he starts playing Watermelon Sunrise. And I was like, oh, that's dope. Uh, who made the beat? And he was like, me. And I yeah, said, I didn't know I didn't he know made, he made the beat. Yeah. Okay. So fun fact, Arian Foster uh, produced about 85% of that album. Wow. Um. The only song that wasn't fully produced by him, no, there's a couple of them because Lips, I gave him Lips because Lips is on my album. Okay. But um, 
um, God, the song God, mm-hmm. that's the one that Hit Boy produced, I think. Okay. Okay. Mm. Other than that, the album is almost completely produced by Arian Foster and Jonathan Grimes. It gives wow. me a, more of an appreciation for it. Not yeah. that I didn't have one to begin with. but Arian's you know, a, a very... For him, at least. Yeah, Arian's a very good piano player. He can hold a note. He's not a singer, but he can hold a note. Mm-hmm. He raps his ass off. And Jonathan Grimes actually was in college as a music major while playing ball. So he's classically trained in piano. Um, and then he went and got musicians that motherfuckers be using for other stuff, like uh, like my guy Burnus. Uh, Burnus is the bass player in the August Green Project. Um, the the Robert Glasper and Kareem Riggins and um and um Common album that they put out. He's the bass player in that. Um, just great musicians everywhere. And he had Chill come in and play stuff. And and he was just laying down a lot of the skeletons and stuff like that. The dude is is really 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 good. And so he's playing Watermelon Sunrise, and I'm like, oh, this nigga can really rap. Mm-hmm. Like he can really he can rap, rap, rap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he, oh, you rapping, rapping. <laughs> uh, so I was like, "Yo, this is like." I was like, "I think I told him to stop the music." I was like, "Yo, I'm low key a little blown away right now because I didn't really think I was expecting decent and also expecting shitty." Yeah, <laughs> because I've been in there with rappers that are awful, man. Like awful, like I've heard, I've heard verses, dry vocal verses from rappers mm-hmm. that are so bad, so bad. And he took his time, and that's what I respected the most about him. And then after that, he was like, "Yeah, um, um, he's like, yeah, come out of the crib, man. You know, you, you got some more records." I was like, "Yeah, he's like, come out of the crib tomorrow, man, and you know, we'll, you know." Uh, um, we'll kick. I didn't really think he really wanted me to come to his house. I'm like, yeah. you know, I don't really know him like that. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I hit him the other day. I was like, I hit him the next day. I was like, yo, I appreciate you having me for the, for the thing. He's like, yeah, you come to the house? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. I was like, sure. <laughs> so I, you know, I go over there and um, I'm playing him records on the album. I'm playing him skeleton, like the, the early drafts of my album. This was like last March. My album didn't come out till this August. So um and he I played him lips and I played him a song called Right Here that I have on my album. And uh, he was like, yo, that shit's dope. He, he pulled a like, Diddy. He's like, I gotta have that. Like, <laughs> At first he was like, yo, what you doing with this stuff? And I was like, I, I'm putting it on my album. Putting it mm-hmm. on my album. I'm like, no, I'm putting it on my album. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, like, he's like, man, I, I want to use like and so i really thought he was like he wasn't serious and then like a few weeks later he's like yo what you gonna do with lips i said i'm putting it on the album bro and he said he said yo can i just like let me let me just get that record bro i said oh no man he said look i'll pay you how much for the record so he worked something out and um he put a verse on it and then he added production like uh some uh drums and stuff like that to kind of make it because my version of the song is super psychedelic okay and his is a little bit more hip-hop for you know so that he can rap to something yeah yeah and um 
I was a little skeptical at first about how it was going to come out. But then I heard it. I didn't hear it to the listening party, the listening mm-hmm. session. And um, we've been, me and since then, me and him been just cool. Like, he's done my podcast. I've done his podcast. Okay. Um, I just saw him two days ago. I was at his house two days ago working on getting ready for the show next week. Um, watching his his growth as, as an artist and his, like, um, um, him, like, embrace being an artist like this is is really been really cool, you know, because he and and he, I, I like that he respects my opinion about certain stuff. Um, so he'll ask me like, you know, what you know, what what should I do here, or you know, like about shows and stuff like that, how the stuff certain stuff works and all that kind of stuff, because this is very new to him, and he could easily just kind of be like, fuck it, I got money, I'm just gonna throw money at the problem, and we just gonna, you know, figure it out later. But he's really taking the time to be, um. Thorough with it. Yeah, yeah, thorough as far as, I mean, he had been working on the album for like four years, three yeah. and a half, four years. Um, going to to Nashville to go get musicians for the album and going to this guy. He he got the album mixed, I want to say, by like two or three different engineers. Wow. Like, he would take, he's like, that's not sounding right. He'd take it to another guy and then he, like, he just told me his sound man for the show next week is the guy who makes Black Messiah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. <laughs> you know what That's I mean? crazy. Like, you That's know, crazy. You know, having a little money helps, I guess. I've noticed that with him, and I don't know him personally, of yeah, course, yeah. but uh, when the podcast first came out, you know, so many athletes try to start a podcast. Yep. They usually just do it in front of a mic they bought, yep. you know, whatever, but he actually had production value. You yep. could tell he actually Cameras, he had kind of guests stuff. booked every week, people yep. that we know and want to listen to. Yep. It wasn't just him still doing, doing an off-the-cuff yeah. thing. You could tell he put the work and research into it. So I'm I not surprised him. his album was dope. Yeah, so what, what, I was going to be one of the first uh, guests on the show. Yeah. So we did it. We did our we did the episode last year, the day before Thanksgiving. He comes back after the weekend. He had a little office building, um, a little office in a in one of my office buildings off Kirby. <clears throat> comes back and he goes, Jack, hey, uh you see me walk out with my laptop that day? I was like, no. He said, yeah, somebody stole my laptop. The cleaning crew probably stole my laptop. So lost, he probably had a lot, a couple of podcasts in there that he had to probably redo or maybe never got again. Um, So he didn't get to do it. So he came on my podcast earlier this year. And then I came on his a few weeks, uh, like maybe like a month ago. Right. So it was, but by then, he had had Snoop, he had Dion, yeah. Yeah. he had <laughs> Scarface. Uh, Scarface uh, didn't he have Neil deGrasse Tyson? I don't think he did. If he did, I thought I he had it. Neil deGrasse. He's had, but he's um, had scientists and engineers. And all he's had of snipers on yeah, his shit. That one was a really good one. Yeah, he's he's Andre Johnson. Yeah, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins. He had Andre Johnson on there, and Andre Johnson doesn't even talk. Um, <laughs> great, he had Brian Cushing. Yeah, it was a great, it was a great episode. Um, just so many guys. Dwayne he Brown. He did have Neil on too. Yeah, he did. He oh, had him right. on early, early on. And um, like I'm like I told him I was like, to be honest, I feel like I'm not even cool enough to be on your podcast <laughs> right now. So um, yeah, shout out to him, man. Like, when is this coming out? This coming out. When is this, this is going to come out tomorrow? Tomorrow. tomorrow? Okay, yeah, cool. Saturday. So uh. Um, if there's tickets still left, go on the uh, House of Blues website. 
um, in the Bronze Peacock next Saturday, November 24th. Arian Foster's doing his very first concert yes. for uh, the uh, Flamingo and Koval album. Uh, go get the album, first of all. It's get one of my top to five albums of the year. It's, it's very one of the good. it's one of the best albums. It was so crazy that you know Chuck English from the uh, from uh, Cool Kids. The cool Kids. Yeah. He uh, me and him have a pretty cool relationship. So he um, he DM'd me. He said, "Bro, what the fuck's going on right now?" <laughs> and I said, "What you mean?" He said, "What's going on in hip hop right now?" Kanye fucking tripping. Cause this was like it came yeah. out when Kanye really first started, like really jumping out the window this year. Yeah, he said Kanye over here tripping, he coning and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and something else had happened around that time, and then Arian drops like one of the best albums I've heard all year, and he said I he said it verbatim he said I love Cole, I love J Cole. I think this better. This album's better than J Cole's album. Didn't and I, I say, say the same thing. I said and, that. and I said, I and, and we were just. He was like, my mind is blown. He said, this an NFL nigga, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. rapping better than the rappers. I was like, yeah, yeah, is dope. So, um, definitely go check it out. Uh, come to the concert. It's in the Bronze Peacock room in the House of Blues. Um, live band. It's gonna be a good experience. And assuming that you will be performing as well, I will be in the building. All right, yes. you know. Side note: We've been trying to get him on this podcast for the longest. Well, we, we haven't look- formally asked him, but well, we- we to- <laughs> yeah. To be fair, though, he did call in um, on our midday show in the loop oh, um, yeah. yesterday. So okay, he pretty much talked about the concert and okay. he asked a few questions. Yeah. But I, um, I think y'all played. I think Six Ten played. Uh, Watermelon Sunrise yeah, on the that was me. That was you? Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yes. Every time he put it on for you, Arian. Yeah, yeah. Every, every time y'all heard it, I played it. Yeah, that was man. me playing it. Shout out to Arian, man. Between <laughs> yes. him and uh, Stack Jack, Stack Five, man, mm-hmm. Steven Jackson, man, mm-hmm. those are like a couple of my favorite guys that, you know, once played ball. and Athlete. Yeah, yeah, athlete, yeah. Um. Jonathan Grimes is very talented as well. So yeah. if he if he ever decides he wants to put out some music, finally he's in the studio all the time. So um I'll be um ready to hear that too. So So on the yeah. topic of that as well, uh who do you think in personal, I guess, allegiances aside, who do you think is the best athlete rapper ever? Because I had this debate a lot. I think my choice is kind of controversial, but I, I think okay. Shaq is the best, honestly. Well, Shaq is the most successful. Fair, okay. Shaq is Shaq is the most successful. He's the only he's the only athlete turned rapper to have a platinum album. Yeah, two I um, believe at least. Now, are we just going rappers though? I mean, because if we're talking athlete musician, musician, of course, Arian, because I don't think anybody else produced their own music. But I would also but, throw Wayman Tisdale in there. OK, fair enough. And and I know it's jazz. That's why I said it's it's depending on artists. Now, I think I think uh, Arian is definitely the best, the most well-rounded. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to hip hop and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think Shaq is. Definitely the most successful one. Yeah. Um, as far as like numbers and sales and all that stuff, like "Can't Stop the Rain" was it was kind of hard. Bar Can't for stop bar the rain was Biggie, man. Yeah, bar yeah, for bar with Biggie. Um, <laughs> the uh, the most underrated ball player rapper ever. 
got to be Kobe Bryant. Kobe? Uh, That's a joke. Kobe I was Bryant say. was awful. <laughs> okay, I was Kobe, Bryant, Kobe Bryant heard, was terrible. We all heard that Tyra Banks song, right? Oh, that Tyra Banks song. <laughs> Yo, Kobe, Kobe, man. I'm so glad he never did that again. Um, it was a point in time where rap, I mean, uh, athletes always tried to make a rap album. Yes. Yeah. It was that. Yeah. Allen Iverson did, shut it down. Iverson. His album got banned because he said gay slurs in it and Davis yeah. Stern didn't let him release it. And that kind of shut that down for a while. Iverson's shit was kind of weak, too, though. Did it you was. Hear, uh, LeBron's um, verse not too long ago on him and KD? LeBron, no. that, that was, that was, that was, that was like pretty that. trash. I can't yeah. lie. I've I've heard I've I've heard Durant rap, and it ain't. It's so bad that um and he's a music guy. I didn't too. think he, he was that bad. That, I, Durant St- has I bars, he, but I don't think his delivery is oh, quite bad. Oh, but you bad. know what? You know what? Dame Lillard. That's I think true he's him too. I think he's the best yeah. current one. Probably. Current player. I agree. Um like he he got some his some freestyles bars. are crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got some bars. Uh Shump ain't bad. Iman Shumpert ain't bad. I actually like Shump, yeah. Um, he released that Tiana Taylor influence on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iman <laughs> she goes writing for him. Iman Shumpert ain't bad. Uh I think Le'Veon raps. Yeah, he does. I haven't heard I, it though. I actually yeah. liked, I actually liked it. Is you like good? the Shrimp Bayless song? I wasn't really feeling it. I, I can't mm. remember which one that was, but I listened to it. It kind of got that today's rapper feel to it. Yeah, it was. It was so bad. Kevin Durant was so bad that Stephen Jackson was like, "Yo, he's trash." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "I got a song with him too. He's trash." <laughs> Stephen Jackson had an album that um, that I was going to be on that was so loaded with features that. Um, I'm trying to figure out why it never came out. Like it, like he had all types of like he had he had Rocco when it was you ain't even know it. Yeah, like yeah. around that, like he he had a feature from him, and I think was Ti on the album. Ti, he had a bunch of Atlanta dudes. Mm. Um, he easy, you know, it was easy for him to get a bun verse. Um, he got a song with Face. They put a video out today. Okay. Um. My first time hearing Stack though was uh, that that fuck a lockout mixtape. Remember he did a remember when it was a lockout. That, that was during the lockout. It was a lockout. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, put out a song that. and he was like the lockout. You know, fuck a lockout. <laughs> this shit ain't hurting me. And um, I was like, yeah, I don't know. But he does. He's he's got that South feel though. So I, I like Stack, man. Yeah. Shout out to Stack Jack. Definitely, definitely. Stack, shout out to Stack Jack. Man. Okay, I agree with your picks, man. I agree with your point of view. Yeah. Um, so what we usually do in the podcast, we break down new releases. Um, we talk a lot about music artists. Mm-hmm. Um, you can chime in what you want. I don't want you. I don't know who you mess with or who you have features oh, no, it's with. It's all good. So it's all good. I don't I'm, want to mess I'm up honest. anything you got going on. I'm normally honest about a lot. But of we're not haters. We right, just right, right. kind of crit- we were just honest. talking about this. How you know <clears throat> certain artists don't answer certain questions about yes. or get their take. Yeah, I mean sometimes music. sometimes it's best to just kind of like keep your your opinion to yourself. I understand like, why, because people blow certain things up out of proportion. Yeah, yeah, I talked yeah, with definitely. Slim Thug uh, about a few months ago, yeah. and this is when that whole thing came out about what he said about Russell Wilson and Sierra. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And you could tell, we tried to give him the, the air to clear it off, Yeah, but he didn't even want to address it, because he was like, I know what y'all do, and we weren't even like that. It was me yeah. and ESG talking to him, Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but you could tell anything ESG. you say might get blown out of proportion. Yeah, They're going to yeah. take it a certain way, put a clip on Instagram, then everybody's saying, 
oh, uh, Jack Freeman hated on Lil Wayne or yeah, whoever. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Yeah. I understand why people are defensive at times, but yeah. we're not like that. We're not that type of podcast. Yeah. I'm not a. Um, I normally will just be like, I'll, I'll let you know if I already. This is is what it is. You, you know? do. I see. Um, you know, I follow you on Twitter. Yeah, and you was. You be going in, man. You don't shy away from shit. You the only thing, the only thing that I don't do as much of is talking about artists that I may potentially want to work with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now there's some motherfuckers that it's just like, come on, fam. Like, you know what I mean? Like Kanye, I, I just don't mind having, or mind saying what I have to say yeah. about Kanye. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's if just, D'Angelo said something weak, he'd be like, wait a minute. I, I still got to get that feature one day. Yeah, like, yeah, let me, let me, let me chill because Quest might be mad at me. You know, you know what I'm saying? All right, so uh, stuff that came out this week, City Girls. Yeah. Jasmine, I'll let you take the reins on this one because I didn't listen to this album. It's not in my demographic. Uh-huh. It's not marketed towards me. But uh, tell us a little bit about this album and, and were you feeling it? Well, I have to start by saying I was not a City Girls fan at first. My friends tried to put me on a long time ago when they were first getting started, and I couldn't wait, do wait, it. Hold on, hold on. Hey, y'all, what's up? So the City Girls Front 25K Challenge is real. I will be picking the top 20 winners. The top 20 winners will get flued out. All expenses is paid for. Flights, travel, everything. We're going to do a real big. We're going to shoot a video. The challenge is two weeks long. It will end on the 23rd. I need y'all to get creative. I need y'all to shake y'all ass. Make sure you get <laughs> Challenge 25K and Girl Code. It's a movie, period. Free JT. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get blued out, Jasmine. <laughs> you know. The Perk 22, <laughs> per 22 Challenge. Don't twerk a little something. But, uh, but, but the album. Yeah, no, I wasn't always a fan, and I, I like. You know their song, I, I Take Your Man, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then I watched Young Miami on The Breakfast Club not too long ago. And I really liked her interview. I liked her, how real she was. And just, she didn't, wasn't trying to stunt for nobody. She was just being herself. And I guess that's how they built a lot of their fan base anyway. So I took to the album. And it was good. I liked it. it at first... I don't know why I didn't like it to begin with. I guess the sound, the I, what they was talking about didn't match how I feel about life and how I go about situations. Yeah. So I didn't really like it at first because of that. For yeah, your taste. a little bit too much, <laughs> but it's it's a it's a club record. It's you know, I'm an aspiring DJ, so they is love it, it in the club. Is it better than Cardi B? No. Mm, not even close, huh? Because I haven't I haven't, even... I haven't heard the song from them, so I'm trying to get a feel. Only because I I'm a fan of Cardi. I I actually have put in time in her catalog. I don't know them like that, so I, I will okay. say no because I don't know them enough. Did not she, because they're not as talented. At any point in the album, did they say they was going to flute out? <laughs> <laughs> no, they did not. Not that I heard. Got to be their new City Goods. City Goods. <laughs> City Goods. Where are they from? Goods. Miami. Miami, okay. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck accent that is for her, though, because that, I don't know what that was. Yeah, no. She sounded like she couldn't read. <laughs> but I don't know. Do, have y'all ever listened to the Reed podcast? Yes. Uh, Kid Fury, he sounds like that. And now that I've listened to her and I'm starting to pick up on that accent, that is definitely a Miami accent that like I didn't City realize Grills. it was. A- <laughs> City Grills. <laughs> and I didn't realize All expenses is paid for. <laughs> I always thought they were from Louisiana at first. Oh, no. Drake was doing the shout outs and all that. And like, okay. Yeah. Face. But okay. But uh, it was cool. 
I'm gonna check. I'm I'm not gonna check no, it out, but please. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna check that out. I mean, nah, I'm probably never gonna check that shit out. Just that's, try it. Just fuck that shit. Look. But you know, <laughs> it's cool though. More power to you. <laughs> it's cool though. More power to you. I, I mean, support them for sure. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I'm gonna try to give it a listen, man. I'm trying to expand my horizons yeah. and, and get to things. I, I gave J Cole a real chance this year, and I like the project. I wasn't a big oh, J Cole. You didn't like J Cole? Nah, I wasn't a big. Oh, fan. you were like Jason Rano. Chase Serrano mm. hates oh, J. Cole. Oh, oh, that I don't like that dude either. Nah, you screw him. He a, like, like uh, he do man. everything Houston, but he a Spurs fan. Get out of here, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, WNBA, I'm, Mr. I'm, Every- I'm sorry, Shay. I'm sorry, Shay. <laughs> I did not mean to do that to you, Shay. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I'm against him personally, <laughs> but some of his takes are like, come on, man. Trying a little too hard. The WNBA takes, I get you mess with it, but don't, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shay. No, it's all good. <laughs> so, uh, what else came out this week? Uh, big crit. Um, I don't know if you guys are fans. I've listened to his work. I haven't listened to a lot of his recent projects, but he dropped an album or a project, whatever it was, labeled as Three Bryce song EP. X EP. Yeah. The EP. What? What's go- you're an artist, man. Yes. Explain now. What is all going on with the EP? Why is that and suddenly EP, making a huge comeback? Um. Because if I were to guess, people are just trying to keep to stay in the um in the the cycle. Mm-hmm. So a lot of guys have music, a lot of guys have fan bases that demand music all the time from them. And so for like a guy like Crit, sometimes um to keep him where he's at, where he wants to be, he he'll drop an album in an EP or mixtape in, in an album or whatever it is in the same year just to kind of keep the cycle going. Um, some people have crowds like have a, have a fan base like currency yeah. where currency got to drop something like damn near every month or two months for his fan base to be happy. If they don't drop, if you don't drop, they're going to get pissed off at him. Yeah. That's one thing. The other is um, you can, you can drop a song or two or three songs or five songs and then get the the people talking again. And then before you know it, you got a tour. Yeah. And then you could do 10, 15 cities at the end of the year real quick, right before Christmas. And then go, you know, that, that happens to a, for a lot of guys. Um, I don't typically like I might drop an EP, but I may not drop something for a while. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the type of music I make, it'll, it kind of, you know, marinates for a while. So like um, weekend with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it's it it does give and sometimes you have very concise ideas that you want to get out that really are just like this is my five song EP that this is where I'm at right now. We're gonna do that. And then I'm gonna get back to my album. Sometimes they're just throwaway songs. Yeah. Yeah. Um so it's it's it really is just about how you want to approach the um the game and um I'm a fan of shorter albums anyway. Me too. Um so when I hear EPs, I'm always pretty cool about like if I like the EP then like I'm like, you know, I don't really need the album for uh, for now. Like you don't have to mm-hmm. give me the album in two months. Like I got these five songs that I'm gonna jam and then, you know, go from there. So um, I just get confused on what to call things anymore. And I think it really took off when Drake dropped an album and called it a playlist. 
Well, and then no. I'm like, okay, what is a project? What's an album? What is an EP right well, now? Well, what killed it was streaming. That's yeah. because if you put everything on streaming, you can call it a mixtape. You can call it an album. Um, you can call it an EP, but it really don't make a difference because it's all a body of work that you stream. Yeah. So, um, I try not to get too much into the the wording of things because. Like, I might drop an album and somebody be like, man, I heard your mixtape. And I'm like, that's not a fucking mixtape. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I worked really hard on that shit. You yeah. call it a mixtape. Now, what I will say is that there's a certain amount of effort that goes into an album as opposed to what goes into a mixtape. Oh. So, mixtapes are normally just a collection of songs. But now niggas is putting out albums that are just a collection of songs. Yes. They don't have any cohesion to it. There's not, not a lot of... Not played in order. Yeah. Right, right. They just they just put them, put them up there. Like, uh, like the, if you're reading this, is too late. I think yes. you consider that a mixtape. But... I was like, I mean, I don't know. Best projects he ever made, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah it was one of my favorites. Yeah. You remember how mixtapes used to really be, though? Yes. Just a whole bunch of other niggas' beats. The Cameron, yeah. 50 Cent era, yeah. the like mixtape was different. Yeah, vibe. but see, unless you're going to really, the you know, the streaming game killed the free mixtape game because a little bit because it's like, why would I give you this for free? Mm-hmm. So now if I'm going to if I'm going to make it and try to get the streaming numbers and get a check now, now I got to deal with the fact that if I put this shit with this other niggas beat on here, I'm going to get sued. Yeah. yeah. So now I might as well just for me, I've always just been a guy that's like. I don't really want to remix nobody's songs or freestyle on nobody's shit because it's just like I'm spending a lot of time in this studio. Like, I could just get another beat and make another song. Mm-hmm. That's why I stopped doing that. Because I used to try to remake somebody's song and add my verse to it. But people would like it so much, I put so much into the verse. Yeah. I'm like, damn, I could use this for an original beat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like a, you know, it's, for me, that the old mixtape model is, I mean, it's cool for like, you know, when you got your favorite artist that want to throw something out there on SoundCloud real quick. Yeah. Um. Like I hear J. Cole do it every now and then or Kendrick like might come out of from underground in the cave where he be at yes. and then drop a, a track or um you might every blue moon you the the eclipse will come and there's an Andre three thousand mm-hmm. joint that'll jump out there and you're like, Where the fuck is this yeah. thing? <laughs> and so like that's still cool, but like whole albums of it, like whole projects, like sixteen of those, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> like, I agree. I yeah. just call everything a project now. That yeah. way, I can never be wrong. I think yeah. it got a little confusing when Kanye did the whole seven songs thing too. That because too. they counted that as an album. album. Yes, well, a lot of people have EPs. There is a like a time limit songs. on what constitutes as an album yes, versus what uh, constitutes as an EP. Thirty minutes or less is a um is an, an EP. EP. Yes, uh, what they and consider. see Pusha T album was like twenty five minutes. Yeah, less yeah. than that. But, but then. It was crazy is that they didn't never have it. It was never like that before. You know what I mean? Like in back in the days when vinyl was the main source, it was like guys had eight track albums, six track albums. And if it was a now, if it was a long ass jazz record, Mm -hmm. like you might get four songs in that. (laughs) (laughs) You got to just deal with it like that. But um, I don't know. It's. Kanye did a lot of weird shit this he summer. Did. And, he did. Yeah, yeah. Yandy yeah. coming soon, Black Friday, supposedly. Is it? Yes. I heard but, he got pushed back. 
Again, did it? Probably. It probably did. I don't think it was ever coming. Do out we that care soon. though? Mm, look, I'm not waiting. Are we gonna act like we're not gonna listen to new Kanye now, music? I listen, Let's I be honest I'm here. Not, I'm not sitting here. Wait, I'm, I'm not about to sit here at midnight. Yeah, I'm to, not gonna wait. Like yeah. before, I was waiting. Uh, the night before in the morning, the day when it was supposed to drop. Yeah, that Kanye. Yeah. That Kanye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I'm gonna be like, when it drops, it drops, and I'm not gonna act like I'm not gonna listen to it. Oh yeah, I'm not yeah. acting so, like I'm not gonna listen to it. But do we care? Like, kind of like you said, I'm gonna listen to it when I get to it. I don't care. When I think it come I'm out. more excited for the Dipset album more than man. Kanye, man. <laughs> I am, man. <laughs> What's going on with your boy Jules, by the way? What happened to his teeth? Man, no. no <laughs> really. uh, I think that Lean probably rotted his teeth out. I mean, I've never heard of Lean rotting anybody else's teeth. The way he was doing it. The way it, it was. Maybe well, he just not, A lot of times it's not the Lean. It's the soda, the, soda, it, maybe. the sugar that, Could you know. Could be. And, you know, niggas just be out here looking, still trying to be, still trying to catch that 2000 magic and. Yeah, you out here looking flabby and sick, like yeah, uh, like Larry Holmes, flabby and sick. You can't do it. Tell <laughs> <laughs> the Jim Jones though. Yes. Jimmy's the the healthy, and Cam, you know, Cam's doing his, you know, yeah. his camera thing. Yeah, Jim Jones came a long way. Man. <laughs> he really he did. did. He did. He just did. Just came up as a guy in the background. That was shooting man. niggas. <laughs> he was the nigga yeah. shooting niggas. That's what he's he was. He's kind of like, I want to say gunplay, but a more successful gunplay. He, yeah, he, Gunplay, Waka Flocka. version. Yeah. Waka Flocka was like Waka that Waka Flocka was a better example, actually. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, let's get back to the new releases, man. Yeah. Did anybody peep this Big Crit album or project? And what y'all think about it if you did? I did. He had some jams on it. Okay. I, I listened to it. Something I could ride to. Yeah. yeah, I liked it. What do you think about his career arc overall? I think this is one of those artists who had a platform to be bigger at one point. But for some reason, it didn't take off like it should have. I can't put my finger on why exactly. Um, he's he's, it's his subject matter. You got to think about like his arc has been similar, very similar to UGK's. That's true. UGK was easily one of the better groups of the nineties and early two thousands. But UGK made a pretty significant leap in the early two thousands. Yeah, that was big pimping though. That yeah, was Jay Z. True, was kind of the Jay Z effect. So it's like. It's like Chris never had that big pimping effect. Yeah. Like we've never. Does, do Crit and Ken, um, Kendrick have a song together? I want to say they so. Might have, they might have been on a song together, but I don't know if it was up, like. Actually. Not that you know what I mean? Like I don't I don't yeah. think that. I, I know Crit and Drake don't have a song together. Was they on one train together? The ASAP Rocky? No, I don't e- think. Yes. Wait. Yes. Uh, I couldn't remember. Kendrick Brick, was on Big, that? Big Crick on that. No, the, um, Kendrick was on yeah, one Chris, train. Yeah, Chris on one train. I think. Okay. But then even then, it's like, it's, it's ASAP Rocky. So it's like, you want that look to propel you from a guy that is already like, pretty much a megastar yeah right mm-hmm. so that's the only thing he's missing is that big pimpin moment that international players moment yeah. where he gets to shine and like do do his thing like i like his career arc though like i think i think he has settled into where he wants to be because a lot of times what happens is that you realize you you think that you want to be like this this big huge star and then you realize that that's not really what you want yeah yeah and then you um i think currency got there too Currency, um, yeah. uh, another artist that, a legend that took that turn, same way, Scarface. Mm-hmm. Um, a 
lot of guys are really just okay with like being able to make the music they want, buy the things that they want, yeah. Yeah. hang out with their families, and and be able to like go to the bathroom without, you know, yeah. motherfuckers being on on your case all the time. Like it takes a certain type of human being to like really be able to endure that kind of thing. Yeah. And I don't see, I don't necessarily see crit flourishing in that way. Like I think that stunts the way he creates because the shit that he talks about is stuff that, you know, is Not stuff get that top we, forty radio play. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, and and it's just regular, it's just regular Southern dude stuff. Like yeah. it's it's not like a, you know, he ain't never really talked about. Oh, I got the Bugatti. I'm in the, you know, I'm drinking, uh, you know, Christoph, whatever the fuck. Ace of Spades, yeah, like he's yeah. he's not doing a lot of that kind of stuff. So like, he liked to drive his old school. He liked to drink whatever he drinking. He got his girlfriend. He he's yeah. good. You know? I know with him too. Like if y'all listen to his last, uh, I want to say album. It was an album. Forever is a mighty long time. He yeah. he spoke on it a lot too. Like he wanted that fame. He wanted that, and it, mm-hmm. he kind of went through a depression stage because he wasn't getting the success he mm-hmm. thought he deserved and he kind of like backed away and had to get himself together and realize it wasn't about that. And it's about his content. Right. It's about, you know, Cole went about, through the same thing. Yeah. yeah. But except um, he, got he got the huge. success. Yeah. He got huge. And then he was like, fuck well, this. I'm yeah. never getting a haircut again. I'm you know, <laughs> not buying no more clothes. Yeah, I'm not yeah. doing no more videos. Yeah. I'm yeah. yeah. Man. But that's why I respect crit because he definitely he went obviously a lot of people i'm sure go through that but now he's okay with it he's okay with staying in his lane and just creating for his people it's cool to be that person yeah somebody like a currency he could just do his shows he releases music for his people his Mm -hmm. fans so many artists though man go through that and i think that um the problem with being an artist a lot of times is that the shit that that everyday people go to go through they got to go through in the public eye. So like, um, like you take, um, and we'll probably end up getting to that, but like you take, um, uh, Diddy right now and, you know, Kim Porter and all that stuff. And, you know, um, when you think about like your, you know, like a lot of people's loved ones die, not everybody's loved one is a fucking public figure while you're a public figure, you know what I'm saying? Like, and while your children are, are, are public figures. So it's, it's a lot of stuff that like, you know, everyday people, you know, deal with that artists deal with that they don't ever really get a chance to like really cycle through it and grieve and do all the stuff that they do or go through that depression that they're going through or make that realization that what they want to be isn't really what they want to be, you know, because it's a, you're, what you're also finding out in the public is that you're meeting people that you've looked up to and you realize that they're not who you, yes. you thought they were. Even on a lower so, level with us, that's happened several yeah. times. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like a, um, it's hard because you you want to be considered one of the greatest MCs. Um, but how do you do that now without? Selling you know, your soul in a way. Or, yeah, like, you got to give everybody every little piece that of you. Too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I kind of would like to be Nas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nas is like, like, if you think about where Jay-Z is, like, he yeah. can't go to the grocery store. Lyrically, he would rather be Talib Kweli 
Right. But <laughs> yeah, truthfully, I rather Dumbed rap down, like common yes. sense, you know, like, but like he's, I don't know how nerve wracking. I know that I would be a terrible celebrity mm-hmm. because if I don't like what you're saying to me, I'm going to fucking beat you up. Filter, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Or I'm gonna just cut you out. I'm gonna cut you, you out. You're gonna look like a bad person. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna cut you out or I'm gonna beat you up. But, you know, people think that when you're a celebrity, you can just, people can disrespect you and it's like, yes. oh, it's cool. You got money or yep. you, it's yeah, cool. It's you know, it's this is what you signed up for. No, I didn't sign up for this. I, like, you can I treat me music. as a, yeah. So, like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I Hopefully, I, I hope that Crit is, you know, in a better mental space and, He's happier. I know he's out of his deal, and I think he loves that. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, other projects that released. Um, I actually just listened to this one. Mike Will Made It um, has been very vocal about the fact that he has curated the Creed Two soundtrack. Yeah, I want him to know. Uh, soundtrack to the movie that. coming out this month, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he had everybody on this album. Crime soundtrack. <laughs> he, I was surprised at Crime Mob. I think he called in every industry favor he had in terms of artists because he had everybody on it. He had a Kendrick feature. He had YG. He had J. Cole. He had LMA. He had Nicki Minaj, YG, Ray Shrimmer, of course, are his artists. And mm-hmm. everybody else big in the game right now, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Trouble was on it. Rick Ross, Nice. I was a cold song, too. All right, he had a and crime mob like you said, crime mob and Slim Jimmy on the same track. Who would have known? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I listened to this album, uh, and number I- I'm wondering number one if the the soundtrack uh, album thing is going to play out at some point because we saw it with Black Panther and it worked. We saw it with Superfly. I don't My know if that works so much. I didn't. I didn't hear the Superfly. One. I heard. I some, still haven't seen Superfly. Me neither. I, I heard it was not a good movie. But I've heard from people that it was good. Really? really? Yeah. It was. It was you know, I it's about I'm, a, I'm a fan of the old one, the um, yeah, original yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. So, I just when I heard they were remaking Superfly for 2018, <laughs> I'm like that automatically kind of turned me off. But yeah, if it's a good movie, I'll give it a chance, man. Yeah. The soundtrack was all right, but it wasn't what I expected from those artists and future who we hadn't heard from in a long time. As right, well. right, right. Yeah. But uh, this soundtrack, I thought it was pretty good, man. I thought it was a good mix. It gets their, their songs that are crafted after the movie. You mm-hmm. could tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was a good fit. Some of the beats I felt could have been some throwaway Mike will beats. Some of them, he put his foot in. So I like the album. I don't know if y'all checked it out as well, but I recommend it. I heard about first, maybe, I think all the way up to that um, gears and um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's what's who else is on that track? A uh, Gucci Mane. Was it the fight song or the, the first the fight gears song. one? Fight, fight yeah, yeah. That that's like a seven minute song. Yeah, it's, it's a very long song. Um, <laughs> you know, ASAP Rocky on it too. That was a good song. Uh, there was some a lot of like. There was a lot of skill, skill. Yeah, there was a few. It was a few that I skilled. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I'm as big a Mike Will fan as I really need to be to like hear a Mike Will curated right. song. Yeah. Obviously, their buzzwords there. I'm gonna listen to the Kendrick song. I'm gonna listen yeah. to 
a song with Schoolboy Q on it. I'm going to listen to a J. Cole Jay song. Butter Baby, which is the most apt song title for him, I think. Yeah, 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 it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. It's almost like a parody song. We love you, J. Cole. But we do, we do. But uh, I the Black Panther soundtrack was so well done. It was. Yeah. So well, it was cohesive. It was... It was it was an album. Yes. Look who it came from, too, though. Yeah, I mean, it came from the whole TDE camp, and they just have good taste. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have good taste, and you can tell every time. Like they haven't signed a whack nigga yet, and they're not yeah. going to. Yeah, like <laughs> they see, they doing it the old school way though. Yeah, but they, they develop. Not, yeah, they not getting people who already solidified. Yeah, they're finding these people with raw talent. Yeah. But, and working with them. Mm-hmm. But Mike will, you know, I know he has a different approach, and I can respect that. Um, and I love YG. Like I can, I can yeah. definitely do a YG record any day of the week. I just don't know. Like there wasn't enough to grab me yet. Like I gotta listen to it again. Maybe listen to it loud. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because there's certain ways you gotta listen to Mike Will. You can't just in the car works best. I yeah, feel. I was listening to it driving here. And but you gotta crank that bitch up too yes. in the car too. Yes. So you can't. You know you can't just. You know. It's called they're called ear drummers. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like yeah. you gotta really you gotta really Ride play that it. shit. And then so like the fight song, I was like, okay, this is definitely a um club record. Yeah. Um The Crime Mob yeah. song, I gotta be honest, I wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. I felt like they tried to replicate uh Nuck if you buck up. a little too much, but the beat mm-hmm. just didn't sound as good. I haven't heard that one yet. It's I mean mileage might vary, but it's when you have a classic like Crime Mob put out some hits, man. Mm-hmm. So when they return and Mike Will is producing, expect, I'm expecting some yeah. fire. Mm-hmm. And this one was just I right. like it was cool, but it wasn't what I expected of you know a new crime mob song produced by Mike Will. I'm shocked he brung them back like that. I kind of I, I am, but I'm not surprised because I mean I don't think they was too busy, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think their I sound. Mean, <laughs> Come to the studio. <laughs> I mean, out of all bring the girl with you. <laughs> I think the the their sound in the movie is is appropriate. I can understand I mean, that yeah, where like, he where he went. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm gonna play devil's advocate as far as and obviously this is a soundtrack, but yeah. how do you feel about this versus the Metro Boomin project that just dropped? I like the Metro Boomin project than, a lot. Better than this one. I liked say. it a lot. I, I liked it Metro better. Boomin. I liked it. I like that song. Who's on the Metro Boomin? Everybody you expect, except for Future, who was somehow not on it. But everybody, Young Thug, Twenty One Savage, Gunna, people you expect. I might, I might be able to to rock to that. I think you'll like it, man. I I thought that was a really good surprise project. Mm -hmm. The beats were cold. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It it was really good. I thought. Can I dab to it? That's the Luke Cage dab. <laughs> Yo, that dab is what killed the show. It, it, no, it, 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 it got it that show canceled. Yes. I said that dab got that show canceled. I said, nigga, if you don't get your ass. <laughs> you I cringe when I seen that. You don't oh, get your man. black ass out of here. This is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Oh, either, they, either they way out of sync or they recorded that shit back when the dab was. No. That and Alfred Woodard went. First of all, I think Alfred Woodard was really bad the entire show. 
Uh, season two? I didn't see season two. Oh, my God. Either. There was one point where they're talking about money, and she was like, bitch, better have my money. Oh. Like, that's what I was saying. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, wait. Was he the one who said, uh, 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 I hope you didn't go Eric Benet? Was that the dude who said that? No. I heard they dropped that oh, line in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> yeah. Who said that? Uh, it was an old dude in the barbershop. Oh, the, uh, the guy from This Is Us. The guy yeah, this is yeah. Us. Like, oh, you didn't go Eric Benet, did you? <laughs> <laughs> that was never a thing. No. no nobody never. ever. <laughs> See, that's why I feel like they recorded it. it around that time. Because there's no way you could drop you, that right. You didn't go Eric Benet, did you? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, well, yeah. man that she was, was like, bitch, better have my money. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, man. I wanted to throw the entire TV away. <laughs> I, and that's why I couldn't get in the show, man. Honestly, I felt like it was one of those shows that tried, and I was way off topic now. But I wanted to like it, man. I was like, Luke Cage got a show. Yeah. It's like black people all up in it. They playing uh, Raphael Sadiq. Luke Cage. And they they playing Wu-Tang. Yeah. Luke Cage screwed themselves when... They killed Cottonmouth. Yeah, yep. but then again, he was too good to be on that show. So he yeah, got, but he could have still even, carried it. Have been better. Like yeah. I feel like they shouldn't even have him on there if they knew they couldn't keep him. Like they that. shouldn't have cut him out of House of Cards. Honestly, that's true. That's the role that I first saw him in, and he was great in that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, people, I don't think they liked him because he was with a white woman. I don't know. People <laughs> <laughs> get upset about things like that. <laughs> black Twitter will cancel you. A uh, certain subject. You black Twitter. a white woman. A <laughs> white woman. They try to get Michael B. Jordan the fuck out of here. They man. still are. They still are. They was, not they was cool with Black Panther, but mm-hmm. when they found out who he really was, yep. Mike, man. Mike I, like, I like all flavors. Mike, yeah. <laughs> I like say, chocolate milk. Mike I like say, white milk. I like strawberry Mike milk. Say he like, Mike say he like all the colors in the gummy bear. All of the gummy bear flavors. That's fine. Do your thing, bro. At that point, you need Do to just thing. shut up. Do your oh, thing, Michael man. B. Uh, that, that's bears. funny because that comes back into the movie. Uh, I thought the first Creed was overrated, but really? I will still. I I mean, I like, the movie was good. I thought it was great. I, I'll be honest. This is the hot take on Black Twitter. I know. <laughs> I don't think that Michael B. Jordan is the actor he has been hyped up I, to be. I, not okay. Yet. Yeah, I, like I, he's not a. I don't consider him like an incredible actor. Like I don't. He ain't exactly like Denzel or not at know, all Leonardo DiCaprio. Not at all. But. He can make a really good living as, you know. Uh, he has a type. He has a character yeah, type. Yeah, I was going to say, he plays the same type of characters yes. most of the time, and he's good at that character yeah. more so than. Ryan Coogler can can work around him and make a, make a good movie with him. And that's the good thing about it, because I would love to have uh, Michael B. Jordan continuing continuing to work as Ryan Coogler works because that means black folks is getting some, some, that's some money. Some, that's some true. Money. And, and and please keep giving us these hundred million dollar yes. um, uh, budgets because if Black Panther comes from that shit, because the last time when we did oh, was it Red Tails, remember Red Tails? Oh, yes. Yeah, Red Tails was given the worst budget and then did like shitty in the box office, and that was a George Lucas movie. It was. I actually liked that movie. It wasn't. That I never. Bad. I never saw it. Yeah, I, I never saw it. it. it, it Once it, I heard uh, George Lucas did, it was, I was all right. like, mm. It was okay. It was okay. Um, I could definitely do without Neo ever doing another movie. Um, who was good in it? Mac Wiles was pretty decent in it. Yeah. I um, didn't trust George Lucas doing the black movie because he had uh, Samuel L. Jackson 
whack as fuck in the Star Wars movies, I felt. He didn't say or do anything. Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Yo, Samuel L. Jackson going to get that. Going to get that check. Nah, he, oh, of course. I, I believe it. What else but, dropped um, this week? Shoot. Dropping this week. Um, Yellow Beezy dropped an album. Wait, yeah. what is this? Yellow Beezy, okay. The it's on, on me, baby. Yeah. I put mm-hmm. it on there. I didn't listen. I ain't going to lie. I'm not probably going to listen, but I got to shout out Dallas because he's doing his thing. So okay. his Dallas. album dropped today. <laughs> you you admit you're not gonna listen, but you shouting him out anyway. He's not okay. my style, to okay. be honest. But he's a uh, he he he. You know, got some, some club records, man. Yeah, like he, he doing he his thing. Putting on for the for the D time. Triple yes. D. Yeah, triple D. Uh, Bobby Sessions dropped something this this week too. Really? I think so. Huh. I think he drops this this day. You know, from I don't really, from yeah. <laughs> I'm, I can't say that I'm up to date and current with the Dallas artists. I do. Bobby live in Sessions Houston, is very talented. But... Bobby Sessions is very talented. Mm-hmm. I've, I've known. Of Bobby Sessions for for some years now, um, he signed a Def Jam mm-hmm. with um, I forgot. Um, no, that's Dice Soho. That's that's what you call him, um, Mike Mike Dean and on them. But Bobby Sessions, yeah, he signed a Def Jam. He signed, I think, earlier this year, or late last year. Uh, I haven't heard the album yet, but he is very talented. Gotcha. So you should definitely check that out. Um, Put him, yeah. Yellow Beezy, man. I'm I'm glad he he got to see his his release day, man. Me yes. too. Yeah, yes. man. That was a shout out, Yellow Beezy. Um, yeah. a single made the list. No candle, no light by Zayn featuring Nicki Minaj. Who? Yeah, I just did it because I did listen to it. I wanted to he hear. Don't stop sh- giving you access to put music. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to hear. What Nikki I didn't was hear, it, but about. I put it on because I want to talk about it. No, I did listen. I wanted okay. to hear what Nikki was okay. talking about. Okay, Nothing, well, what, what was she talking about? Nothing. She, no subliminals. Nah, it was okay. it was a pop record. Okay, yeah, I, think, I think it's time we have an honest conversation about Nicki Minaj at some point. Let's do it now. Okay, well let's let's finish the new releases first, and then we'll get into that in a little bit. All right. Uh, Juicy J featuring. Travis Scott, uh, Juicy J was also on the Mike Will Made It album. Yeah. Uh, they dropped a song called Neighbor. And I honestly, my bad, I think that is kind of old to be oh, okay. honest. But I like it. It's good. Okay. So. Where's the Juicy J? Shout out to Juicy J. He yes, had an sir. album. Yes, sir. Did it drop today? Triple Six Mafia. I think he had an album drop today, That's maybe. Why or it's on a project lately. on the way pretty soon, at least. Okay. Yeah. Juicy, um, J. Juicy J dropped some good projects. It's not what I like from the three, six mafia crew, but it's still a, a cool sound. He mm-hmm. did mention that, um, they not against like doing a reunion tour and getting back together. Type Man, shit. it is too late. Lord infamous dead. It ain't the same. Nah. Sorry. It it's not the same. The best rapper of all of them is gone. It's kind of like if who, I can't think of a, another group getting back together but after Destiny DJ Shop. Paul beats DJ, oh, my nigga. That's true. Them DJ Paul beats, beats man. Are so that's hard, true. Yeah. So I'm like, hard. dog, what speakers? He put the sample in it and with the, with the, the scratch. What, what speakers is he making this shit on? Like, <laughs> it should be so, like, that bass be so loud, man. Shout out to DJ Paul, man. One time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Mariah Carey dropped a new album today, which surprised the hell out of it me. It surprised everybody. I knew she was coming with something because she was she dropped something a couple of day or a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I saw B. Cox was making some stuff for her earlier this year. I don't know if he if um if he particularly made the album. I haven't really seen him say anything, but um I knew something was coming from from her at some point. Yeah. So. Yeah, I haven't heard it yet, though. I heard it coming in. Um, skimmed through a few songs, but I took a pretty good listen of it. I'm a Mariah Carey stan. I will admit it. I think she is the GOAT female singer. Yeah. 
the GOAT. You think she's the GOAT? I think I put her above Whitney. I'll be honest. Oh, I put her above Whitney. I don't like this one. I I put her. I'm sorry. I'm I'm talking vocal range plus discography. Whitney Houston had a great voice. She has some great songs. Discography name. Her Mariah Carey's first four albums to me. I'm gonna have to side with you on this one. Are some of the greatest R and B albums in my opinion of my lifetime. Yeah, no. And so, Whitney was a little bit kind of before my time, yeah. in my time, but Mariah, Mariah, I'm, Whitney yeah. Houston's I know you're it's just mad, weird. Jack. <laughs> it's weird. Just I'm saying I'm this, man. I ain't gonna lie. I'm listening and I you know I have a large amount of respect for Mariah Carey's catalog yeah but best female vocalist uh... okay the the early work now okay but see that that matters that matters to me because if because if whitney sounded as good in her passing as she did when she came out Mm mm-hmm and maybe Mariah had a time, maybe the last few years or so, where she didn't sound nah, so good. She, it's, it's not. It's day like, and night with her now. Right. So like, I don't like. I don't know. I got a different list, probably. So okay. like, and I'm sure yours is more informed than mine, honestly. Not, not necessarily but, more. Just more. Just so like, what I like to hear the most. Okay. Um, like I think Whitney is like definitely maybe one or two on the list. Like, there's some vocalists there that. Maybe people don't know of that just are incredible to me as far as female vocalists go. Yeah. Um, like Rochelle Farrell, I put her in there. And if you've never heard of Rochelle Farrell, have you ever heard of Rochelle Farrell, Jasmine? I have. Okay. I'm not have familiar ever- with her body of work or anything. I've had, I've heard maybe my friend Spencer. She's always putting mm-hmm. me on new. Hi, Spencer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> when you get a chance, um, there's a video of Rochelle Farrell singing at this jazz festival. And um, can't remember the name of the song. Is it like, the festival name or what festival was it? I don't know the name of the festival, mm-hmm. but if you type in the name of the song, you will get a clinic on what vocal like on what vocal ability actually really is. Okay, like she did stuff in this shit that like. I've never heard anyone else be able to do that. So I throw her in there. Can she uh, hit the whistle register, though? A lot of people can't hit the whistle register. I mean, Layla can. Layla Hathaway can. Yeah. Um. Uh. What you got? Who else? Uh, I throw Shaka Khan in there. Yeah, of course. Um, Shaka Khan's my favorite female artist. Um. Then you got Denise Williams. Like Denise, you got Phyllis Hyman. Yeah, you got you got Beyonce. I mean, uh, uh, okay, okay. Let's, let's, let's don't do let's, it. Let's, 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 let's be honest. Let's be honest here. I like Beyonce. I like Beyonce. Trying to get on title. I like Beyonce. Let's be honest, real quick. Do you think she belongs with the names you listed? Hell yes. Okay. Hell yes. And 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 the reason why is because all of those vocalists sound amazing. None of them motherfuckers did it while running around in heels for two okay, hours. Okay, so performance does None count. of them did it. Okay. And she sounds amazing in heels 
while dancing yeah. with no auto tune and a 30 pound dress. I watched that girl run from the front of the stage <laughs> to the back of the stage on the on the run tour two with a yeah. train on her dress that was so yeah. big. She was in heel. Yeah. And yeah. and then she came out and sang beautiful. Like that girl can sit on that on that um stool and sing resentment. Yes. Like first of all, it's it's really hard singing sitting down. Because your your diaphragm's not really open all the way up. Yeah. So anybody that can sing lying down or sitting down, the way she sits on her Indian style in a dress and just sings the shit out of that, yo. I know beyond I know that, you know, Beyonce is one of the greatest performers we've ever had. She's one of the greatest artists we've ever had. But singer, pure singer, just like how we love the way Kobe could dunk. Yeah. And he had a nice handle, and he could D up. and up. But pure basketball player, Kobe is an amazing pure basketball player, right? Yeah. Beyonce is an amazing pure singer. And the only reason why people may not give her her due right now is because she's still doing it. But she's been able to, and she's gradually gotten better as a singer, like from no, when she was 16. Definitely. And she was pretty damn good at 16, 17. People used to say, oh, she can't sing. She could do that. But she was just doing a lot of runs and she didn't really know. She didn't really have control of her voice the way she wanted to control her voice. Now, 36 year old Beyonce is singing a lot of motherfuckers under the table. Now, that's not to say that Jasmine Sullivan ain't a bad oh, motherfucker yeah. too. Oh, yeah. And um, even Kiki Wyatt crazy. Like, like <laughs> there's some, there's some great. Tamia. Tamia. I saw yeah, Tamia. I saw My Tamia uh, live. Just Tamia right now. Yeah. She just, just dropped the album. Uh-huh. The album is dope. Uh, and I saw her concert when she came out here, and it's effortless with her. There's a bunch of them, but Beyonce is doing a whole bunch of other shit that they just these other women just aren't really doing. And it's not because they're not capable. It's like she puts in a lot of work to be yeah. able to do that kind of stuff. So yeah, I got to put her in there, man. Like okay. I think even Whitney would 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 give it up. Say so. Well, Mariah yeah. would too. My Monica was up. the chosen one by Whitney Houston though. When, when Whitney <laughs> Houston was alive, yeah, she that that was her chosen yep. and child. Then, and then the child was born, exactly. and her name was Beyonce. <laughs> 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 but like even then, like to uh, to be honest with you, uh, like I like Monica. Um, I always thought Brandy was the better vocalist. I've heard that a lot. I disagree, I but do too. let me tell you something. Brandy's vocal range, her and her harmony arrangements. That's all stuff that I haven't heard Monica do. Okay, I think Monica's a good singer, and you know she's obviously had a great career and all that stuff. Brandy's a bad motherfucker though. You know, it, you know, Brandy's just a little, you know, sometimes you, mm. you know, you don't know what Brandy you're going to get, but when it like personality wise, but Brandy, man, okay, I, I give it that. Yeah. I will go back and listen to more Brian Brandy. Yeah. What's Vicky? Well, I want to ask you something real quick. We had this debate a lot about Aaliyah. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> uh-oh. Actually, the debate then came back around on um, Twitter from T-Pain. Yeah, was, he deleted it or something. Yeah. I no, it was an old article, oh, and then okay. they, somebody drummed it back up, and then the article, it was from like 2015. Gotcha. And then the, the, the 
people that he did the interview with, I think, took the headline. I don't know what it was, but it was like the tweet disappeared or something like yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. But um, can she sing? Is she like, where do you rank her as far as artists? Because a lot of people rank her high. And I think it's, I kind of agree with kind of what T-Pain was saying. I, I don't know exactly what he said, but. Oh, he was 100% right as far as yeah, I'm a lot, but He yeah. basically said that her death is what hyped her legacy a little bit more than it really should have been. Um, do you agree with that? Growing up, I wasn't the biggest Aaliyah fan, mainly because the one thing that I couldn't get past was vocally, she just wasn't yeah. there for me. Um, I think she's a great entertainer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people's deaths boost a lot of people's legacies, though. Yeah. Like I think, I think um, even, and it's not a bad or a good thing. It's like, but I, I think they, I think Pac's death boosted him. Yeah. Even and he, as great as he is, you know, because we don't know where they would be ten years exactly. from now. Mm-hmm. Like Biggie had arguably the greatest first two albums of any hip hop artist for the rest of of any era. Ready to die. And Life After Death yes. were two pristine albums. And Life After Death is probably the best double album to ever drop in rap. And he died at like 26, right? Yes. 26 years old. Hove was 26 when he dropped his first album. Yes. So I don't know what 50-year-old Biggie would be. I don't know what 50-year-old Pac would be. Ice Cube. But you think Mike would be ice cube? So. You think he would be ice cube? You think so? A lot of, uh, more of an actor. Yes, no, see, I think he was of, trending that way. But see, right now a lot of people don't appreciate Ice Cube or Snoop. That's right. true. And they still drop music. But I think um, and if you look at it, if Ice Cube or Snoop died after their first or second album, yeah, they will be probably top one so or two. So here's my take on Pac. He very well could have been Ice Cube, mm-hmm. but he. I'm leaning more towards the idea that he could have been DMX. Okay. Mm. That's an interesting take. That is. That's a very interesting Because this take. nigga got in a lot of trouble. Yeah. He did. And he had a lot of demons, and he wasn't making a hell of a lot of money doing rapping for death. That's Rock. actually a really good comparison, because DMX is. was in a lot of movies, too. He was in a lot of movies. He's a he's a decent actor. Yeah. I think Pac was definitely a better actor than oh, him. Oh, definitely. Hmm. Um, but he, I think... I think Pac was trending more towards DMX. Yeah. And honest and, and DMX could have very well been Pac if, yes. you know, doing a lot of the crazy shit he was doing. <laughs> so like I, I think that's kind of where he would have taken it. Because the thing about Cube was that not only is Cube in movies, he's producing the movies. Yes. He's, mm-hmm. you know, directing the movies and all that kind of stuff. I didn't really get to we never got to see that part of Pac. Yeah. So I don't know, but the death thing does it does throw you know the only person that I don't think really got a hell of a lot of hype after she died was Amy Winehouse really oh yeah I never really saw people just like oh she was now I saw people that she knew say she was great Mm -hmm. I thought Amy Winehouse was amazing amazing yeah yeah she was a far like she was the better British singer Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like the better one the one and 
But then when she passed away, you know, it was crazy. It was like two weeks before she died. I said, yo, she's not going to make it. I said it on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was because she was up there on stage drunk. Yeah. And she wouldn't sing, and she was like just stumbling around and all that stuff. I said that girl's not gonna make it if they don't if they don't get her right. Mm -hmm. And this girl was like, "Don't say that. That's negative." Blah blah blah. She, we love. I was like, "I know you love her, mm -hmm. but you also have to help she, her." That's who had so, a lot of demons. Yeah, and literally two three weeks later, she was gone. Yeah, and I was like, "Yo, that's that's not." But that was the one that I don't think got a hell of a lot of hype. You know, obviously, Kurt Cobain is. Like we see Kurt, we hear Kurt Cobain, and they're just like the the great like. And there's some that are just like, it's due. Like you know, Bob Marley, um, fucking uh, Jimi Hendrix. You know, all of these guys. Like you know, even Janis Joplin. Like you see a lot of these guys that and Pac and Biggie. Like they they were bad motherfuckers, but yes. like and Aaliyah, I liked Aaliyah, but it's just certain things that they do. To champion Aaliyah that I don't necessarily if she connect was here, to. Beyonce wouldn't even be here, right? As if be, as if Destiny's Child didn't exist mm -hmm. when she Aaliyah, was, Aaliyah was there. Yeah. You know, there's a lot. That's just a lot, bro. Like, yeah. and you know, yeah. like vocally, I think that if Aaliyah was here, um, she would be more of an Ashanti. I agree, yeah. Sierra, a Sierra, or or a you know. There's nothing wrong with that. Sierra's had a pretty good, you know, career. You know, yeah. she she get she. I think she was a little underrated. I think a lot of people. You know, um, yeah. she could have been Rihanna. Yep. You know what I mean? Like that. That to me, that's not a bad thing. But we, I, but there's certain things that people say about it. And I'm like, I don't know, bro. Like that's not. Much. Yeah, we you putting a little sauce on it. But you know, I think, um, I think that she. She definitely put out some some. I mean, Timberland and Missy and yes. all, like that's and a, that that's more just, my point with her. I think she had a cheat code behind her in terms of yeah. who she was working with. She had Static Major and Missy Elliott writing her yep. songs. Timberland producing Tank was, the songs. Tank was around that time. Yes, too. Tank, Genuine, all these people who were extremely mm -hmm. talented, putting a battery in her back. Not yeah. saying she didn't contribute, but I'm saying I mean, you could damn near put anybody yeah, she, there. There would have been. A she star. had the look and she had the dance yes. thing going, and she, you know, she worked hard. She was definitely a and she was a star. I just don't know if, you know, I think Aaliyah opened the door for people like Sierra, Sierra, yes. and um, and uh, like Ashanti, and um, a lot of these. Just like I think you know, Mary J is. Open the door for Keisha Cole and uh, K. Michelle. Yes. Yeah. You know, I, you know. I, I think you know. I think Beyonce is like a um, is a from the Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston school. Yeah. You know, Aaliyah was like that trendsetter that brought you because before Aaliyah, it wasn't a whole lot of girls that were just kind of like she. She made this. She opened that lane for. Janae Aiko. Yes. The way she dressed. She was she opened the door for a lot of whisper singers out right now. <laughs> a lot of these girls whispering That's and they a good way to put it. And and it's all some Aaliyah shit. Yes. You know, and I just I don't know. Like like I said, they they put some they put a lot of sauce on some of her. Yes. Some of her. And then it's hard to say what she would have been doing in the next five, ten years. That's why I say she could have been Rihanna and, you know, gone the makeup route or, you know, 
mm-hmm. lingerie or she was in films. several big movies at the time of her death. Yeah. So yeah. I think she would have made it as an actress. Yeah, she would have been pretty good. But to so. to roll it all the way back to the Mariah Carey album because I like where this discussion spun off too. Yeah. But <laughs> back to that. Uh, I listened to the album. Uh, now I'm a old old school Mariah Carey fan, and I like the fact that she put songs for every audience of hers. She okay. put some new stuff. I cringed when I saw she had a song with Gunna. Yeah, I was like, okay, <laughs> I didn't get that for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably never. The song is actually, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I'm not trying to find. Okay. She she had <laughs> some. She rapped. She sung over the uh, "Crush on You" beat. Yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of cringed when I heard that piano. I'm like, oh, I'm, yes, but it was actually it was, all right. Yeah, it was dope okay, song. Yeah. It was actually all right. If, okay. She and had that, a ballad for her old audience. And it was still Mariah, though. Yeah. It didn't sound like, nah, she's trying to was... do too much. She's trying to, yeah. I'm about to check this out. It was actually all right. That's I don't what know I was if thinking I want to hear too. Mariah Carey and Gunna album. Check it. Check um. it. Don't, you can skip the song, but I, I, I'll suggest the album. I think yeah. the album is good. The first song is terrible, I think. They get the GTFO. <laughs> oh. Skip that song. Oh, that's, <laughs> that song is. Is that the single that she had, though? Maybe. I don't know. That don't song know. is bad though. She pitched corrected it and it's weird. It sounds chip monkey. It's I don't know what she tried to do yeah, with it. My wife cringed on yes, that. Yes. That song is like... terrible. Yeah. yeah. And um another thing, uh if a producer is doing an R and B song, I don't know how you guys feel about this. Please do not put your producer tag on the R and B song. I hate producer tags. Love that on my beat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't like. Loud and proud. I don't. I don't like producer tags. Me, me but either. I I do understand why they do it. Yes. Because they ain't getting credit no more. Yes. Like they should. But bro, don't put your producer tag on my shit. Yes. It's like the producers are the stars now. You no, know, they definitely they, are. They are the stars. So yeah, they are the stars because of their tag. Yes. So but I, I, all I, I say, it, but I hate it. Don't put it on R and B songs. That's a whole like, different mood. Like Mike I'm trying to Will set the mood it. in the house and <laughs> song come on and Mama Mike Will made it. Like, bro. Yeah. Take Keith, fuck these niggas up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, don't do it, y'all. Listening to this album though, it made me kind of think about the Usher, um, you know, his A album that he put oh. out. Mariah has always had beats that were She's always had good beats, like mm-hmm. hip hop beats. Like she's always had beats but that she's were relevant. She's a hip hop head, though. Yeah. And yeah, another another true. place she time. beat Whitney Houston too as well. Because yeah, Whitney she, Houston did not have a hip hop sound until Mariah Carey did it first. But yeah, no, nah, she's always had like beat, you know, <laughs> beats that were relevant to the time. As far she's always been able to adapt that way. Usher, like some R and B artists, they I don't like that from them. I don't like. I don't think like. Usher can do that. He needs to stay in his art, like his like, lane that we like. Him like Tova now. You ain't like that night. Oh man, it wasn't for me. Oh man, you ain't like that Zaytova. It wasn't for me. I heard it too. It was, it was cool. Uh, you know, yeah. I didn't was, think it was as bad as advertised. It wasn't. At, it wasn't horrible. But that's because he can't. That, I mean, that's because he can sing. Yeah. Yes. Like yes. that's so. Like he can get away with he a lot of shit just being able to really sing his ass off. It was a few songs I was like, okay, I okay, I I get it. Mm-hmm. Is it the Usher I want to hear? No. No. Yeah. See, that's where I had a problem with yeah. it because it's Usher. It's nice and slow. Usher. Usher. Yes. If it was <laughs> Usher. If it was Jacques, then you know it probably would have been a good album. <laughs> 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 
Uh, so what did you think about the album, Figgy? I don't know if you told told your take about it. Uh, Mariah? Yeah. I, think it was, I thought it was pretty good. I didn't get all the way through it, but he... I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a good Mariah feel to it. Okay. She wasn't all off base like, oh, she trying to. Yes. She wasn't doing the Migo rap or the Migo sing or whatever. Oh, man. But, um, it was pretty good. I liked it. I recommend it, man. Even if you're wary of listening to Mariah Carey in 2018, uh, <laughs> check it out. Just skip the first song because the first song is awful. Everything after that was cool to me. Uh, so let's get into some topics. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and and kind of run through a lot of these because uh uh there's a lot that happened and we don't have a whole lot of time. And Vicky gotta get on the road in the morning. He does. <laughs> I'm actually leaving Sunday. Oh, you are? Yeah, okay. we got so much no. shit to do. She, she Jasmine trying to be slick, but she's trying to get out of here because she's trying to get a rest for the Travis Scott show. Hey. So whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can still get out of here real quick. Yeah. But uh, we're just going to run through some of the biggest topics that happened this week because I did like where our conversations took us, and they covered a lot of stuff anyway. But uh, number one, RIP to Diddy's, uh, mm. I don't want to call her a baby mother, but lifetime mother partner. of his children, lifetime partner. Uh, for a period of time. Also, uh, Albie Shore's baby mother. I don't like she, using baby mother she, as a description. She can kind of stand up on her own, though, right? Yeah, she, yeah. Model, know people, know, yeah. people know people who know. Kim Porter is, but yeah. she passed away at 47 years old. Rest um, Yeah, rest in peace, definitely. That's that was very, a shocker, man. Definitely. That was very surprising. And so the worst time, I, I don't want to say there's a worst time to Sad. die, but I feel like the holidays is really oh, the worst terrible. time to die. Yeah. yeah, I had a friend who uh, who's dad past right before Christmas. Gosh. It's Christmas won't yeah. ever be the same after that. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was, it was bad. Yeah. But yeah, man. My heart goes out to like, those just, kids, those children. Man. And in the way, the way you, you pass, like, you know, you're 47 years old yeah. and, you know, pneumonia. And that's claimed a lot of people. Yes. Heavy D died of pneumonia. You yes. know what I mean? Like that's. Bernie Mac. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really like a, um, it's it's a scary way to go out, you know, and, and then and when I always hear people were found dead, mm-hmm. yeah, I always just think about like what were they thinking like the leading up to that, like when they're when they were like, in the process by themselves, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And they and you wanna you wanna be able to get to your family and and get somebody to help you or yeah. you know, all that you kind can of really stuff. do is hope that they didn't die in a panic. Yeah, yeah, that it was just a sleep that just they didn't wake up. That took them away. Yeah, because yeah, that's, and thankfully man. none of that we know of now. Nobody had to see her suffer yeah. at least. Right. So. I mean, yeah. So, um, shout out to Diddy and the family, man, and just yes. you know, hopefully they're doing they're doing fine. I know some people that are kind of close with the the Combs family and the you know. And it's just, ah, man, it just sucks. It Come just, on. it just really yeah. sucks, man. Like, at forty-seven, man. That's like that's super, super young. young man. Man. That's super young. You got so many, you know, had all those kids, and we like seventeen years behind. Yeah, yeah, man. It's, it's tough. It's, yeah, man. Yeah. A lot of that going on, unfortunately. Um, I had a friend who had just passed away on Halloween, and all I can think of is, you know, his kids will always associate that day. Damn, with oh, Halloween. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that that day is ruined for them now. But yeah. I don't want to say yeah. it like that was the only whatever. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But um so so moving on, of course, rest in peace to uh to Kim Porter. Um what else would happen? Uh rest in peace to um Stan, Stan Lee, Lee too. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm, okay, let's be real. He was ninety five years old. Well, and okay. you know. still not, say rest in peace. Not your boy Stan Lee, man. <laughs> 
It's Spider-Man. Get arrest- <laughs> it's Spider-Man. Okay? It's Marvel Man. He could, he could get arrested in get peace. Arrest in yeah. peace. Yeah. We'll give him a rest in peace, but it's not no, the same. No, we're not shocked. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's he, he has been old my whole life, and I'm 31. <laughs> so Stanley, I think, like, I Stanley don't remember a young a him and Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah, like even even Morgan Freeman's young pictures are old. Old, yes. Yeah. Like, damn, he was 70, 76 in this picture. And it was high school. And, yeah, it was like eight, he was like eight years old, but he was like forty eight. Yeah. <laughs> had, had that big ass mold. Yeah, like, like had the moles right already. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, what else happened? Um, not Takashi. We, we don't talk about that. <laughs> uh, future. Okay, Jasmine, you're very invested in this story, so I'll let you take the reins on it. Uh, future just announced the birth of his fifth child. Wait, did I? I believe it's his fifth child. Yeah, right? I don't know that she had it. She just yeah, came the out baby and shower. had a baby shower. Oh, the baby shower. And he happened. was the one there. Okay. The daddy. <laughs> well, apparently he at first it didn't want to admit this child was his, but now he has come forth and claimed it. Oh wow! <laughs> and uh, tell us the the connection between. Him, Bow Wow, man, Sierra, man. and Russell Wilson from from this baby being born. So basically, Future had well is getting ready to have a child with Bow Wow's baby mom. Bow Wow has a daughter that's maybe like six, seven. I don't know how old that little girl is. She's so adorable. But basically, we all know that Bow Wow and Sierra used to date. We all know that Future is still very hurt by Sierra and her happiness and her new family and her junior that's now calling. I mean, his junior that's now calling somebody else daddy. Yeah, and so um, I just I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that this was um, this was planned behavior from future. And he wanted to he uh, had a baby out of pettiness. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? He Apparently, he doesn't really. He's a he takes care of his children. I don't know how much he's in their he gives lives. Them money. I, don't, I don't know. If he's but. Okay. <laughs> I think this is like the point. He he really to a point where he don't know what else to do. <laughs> like I feel like we've seen Future go through stages as far as the Sierra thing has gone, and she is completely happy and not worried about him now. And that, in my opinion, really bothers that man. Mm-hmm. And we haven't heard good music from him since, in my opinion. Yikes! So um, deep dive on his. <laughs> I mean, on his mental state. Oh well. Okay. Yeah, nah, but no. Anyway, you. basically, yeah. So he didn't have a baby. He getting ready to have a baby by um, Bow Wow's baby mama, which now is making Bow Wow's child and Sierra's child half siblings. Which I can only imagine in the future, all of us we're going to be interacting eventually because they're all, they're siblings. Their children are going to be siblings unless they just don't, you know, end up not having relationships with those that side of the family. But mm. I, I think future know. get them all together. I think so too. Very much so. <laughs> I think yeah. Now, That's interesting. I have a question for Jack because <laughs> you you are in the industry. You are an artist, and we have this question every time this type of situation comes up. Mm-hmm. And my question, most of all, why does it seem like everybody in the industry is dating the same girl? Yes, yes. or messes with a small circle of women because they are. Well, I know that, but, but I'm asking yeah. why. You have access to almost any, any woman, woman you want. Yeah. Why, why the only girl? the same well, industry girls that are with every industry guy? For, for in some cases, the, you're talking about men who couldn't get women beforehand. Yeah. Um, in other cases, I think what happens is that 
when you're friends with certain people, like if I'm friends with Chris Brown, then the girls that be at Chris Brown's house, I'm going to meet them over there and then I'm going to invite her to my stuff. And then, um, my nigga future going to be over here (laughs) and then he's going to meet old girl at that place. And then, and then before I know it, she in a future video Mm -hmm. and then we're going to go to the strip club and then we're going to, you know, go see the one, the most popular stripper. And then all of us going to shoot our shot at them. And then, so I don't, it's just the, it's a very big but small community. Yeah. And I don't necessarily understand why they can't maybe date someone that isn't the other eight women that. <laughs> I mean, there's it, it's seven and a half billion people on earth. Yes. yes. And y'all are passing around the same eight yes. women. Yes. And the, <laughs> it's the weirdest thing ever. And it doesn't seem like any of them really learned their lesson. So like, and what I mean by that is like, if you just saw this guy over here, whether you know him or not, if you just saw his whole life fall apart, fucking with this chick, why are you going to go dance? (laughs) (laughs) What made you think that you were going to be different? But that's when you know, that's how I know that artists are really, a lot of rap dudes are just, they don't really care about substance of any sort. Yeah. They just trying to, she got a fat ass. That's yeah. it. That's Everybody all it is. Or that's what makes me Audrey. think that, that's what makes <laughs> me think that this was done purposely because not just say that, obviously I don't know the type of relationships Future shares with his past baby mamas, but in the public eye, Sierra was one that had her own going on. She was one that could stand alone without him. And how many kids is this? Five. Five. Yeah. yeah well, to me that just sounds like to me it just sounds like you got trash pullout game. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I, he don't like yeah, condoms, like, clearly. I don't think he did it on purpose. He just sucks at pulling out. <laughs> like he he has a bad he bad judgment is his his forte. Uh, I feel like this is not the first girl of Bow Wow's he messed with. Though. It's not. Um, Bow Wow has a body count. Yeah, yeah honestly. Bow Wow has a pretty impressive body count in terms of how many and the quality of them, at least looks I mean, wise. but, you know, so, but, you know, nobody said this when, um, when Wayne was impregnating everything that Dream was. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> like, like this was this is not the first time that any of this has happened. Like you know, yeah, because that Wayne that was weird. Nivea With and Christina Milian. Christina Milian, yeah. Well, he didn't weird. he didn't actually get her pregnant. I don't think, but he was messing with her. He dated Dating. her for a long time. I matter. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, anything to keep her from singing. Right. Um, <laughs> was she a good singer? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. So future, man, like you know, future. Uh, crazy, man. Crazy. I, I don't. Picking I don't. Picking up slow. Yeah, we're gonna dip that in the bowels. <laughs> just dip that in the bowels of hell. Yeah, How about okay. that? Uh, it's kind of a dip that into the fire. Um, what else? What else is going on this week? Uh, we talked about Jill Scott a little bit. Um, we all Jill. saw the video. She was uh doing a, a little thing with the microphone, simulating like she was giving it head or something. 
And <laughs> apparently this has blown up her popularity. Um, I We talked about it a little bit before the podcast. I, well, actually, at the beginning of it, I thought it was interesting that she got semi-canceled, then brought back because of this. But uh, what do y'all think about this? Is this a gimmick? Is this just something she's doing for attention? Or is it something, you know, is this just what she does and it just went viral? I think it's something she's always done. Okay. I, I think it's just... Jill always been nasty. That's true. Yeah. Them songs, some of them songs, she been nasty yeah. for a while. So I don't, it doesn't, um, it doesn't surprise me. Like I v- distinctly remember her on Breakfast Club talking out, talking about how beautiful she thought Future and ASAP Rocky were. Okay. Mm. Like she just thought they were just beautiful men with good skin and like <laughs> uh-huh. nice hair. She like she some said thug that niggas she, yeah. she, I mean, she like a lot of like a lot of different. Like I think she just has an appreciation for men and and mm-hmm. she's very comfortable with who she is as a woman and what she brings to the table as a woman and um, I ain't mad at it. When I first saw it, I was like, okay, Jill, sucking air, wee wee. Okay, all right, and then took the. Took nah, the money had, shot on the yeah, face. Yeah, no, yes. that, was, okay. that was real wild. The, yeah, that was and then look the finger. I said, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jill. Shit. <laughs> Shit. I can't say about? that I've known, I've known, I've seen the selfies, I've seen, but I've never seen any videos of her getting into it like this before. And I've never, I guess I don't listen to her music in depth enough to she know the, that. the content of mm-hmm. her records because I didn't know oh, that yeah, she man. was like this. Yeah. So I was really surprised. I really honestly I, thought, like, what's going on? Like, was something wrong? What's like, real, what's going on? It's like, a good 10, 15 songs in her, in really? her catalog that's just well, like. Make it even better, though. Oh. It's like smooth ass music, <laughs> yep. too. It's yeah. not no ratchet shit. And she's singing the shit out of it, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, she into I mean, it. I, when I heard, when I hear them songs, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I did. I'm I like, she just said shit. No, you really got yeah. to. Like, that's some, yeah, yeah, Jill. Amen. Amen, Jill. Yes. Um, uh, she, but she nasty. Uh, Marsha Ambrose is nasty like that, too. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Why yeah. is it that all the Neo Soul girls turn into freaks? Because. We saw with Erica Badu a little because bit. Because natural hair sisters can, can. They freaks too. Yeah. They just freaks with natural hair. They just be out here fucking. You know what I'm saying? Like it's I don't I it, I don't know, man. Like you know, I think that probably takes a um a little uh, a certain type of self confidence and a certain type of um you know we talking about women that that meditate and um where they natural think hair of life on a metaphysical level on yeah. a lot of stuff. Like I don't know too much about Marsha. I don't know if she's like that at all, but um Erica for sure. Erica's I love her. Man, look. So I met Erica uh last week, last okay. Friday. Huh. Where? Uh at Scarface's birthday party. She DJ. Oh damn. Okay. And she walked in and she is so pretty. She's gorgeous. She is so pretty. And I just kept looking at I was like, wow, she's got really good skin. Like she'd really be out here with the good skin and mm-hmm. and uh, I mean I you know I've always loved Erica Badu but she was just like really she's a beautiful woman man so I and then I realized like okay this is what they mean when you look in the eye and 
before you know it, you're wearing you got a kid, moo's and shit. Or you got yeah, a kid. You wearing the, you wearing yeah. the um, some type some you saw what some Andre type of, and Jay Electronica saw and DLC and DLC. Too. I forgot DLC. Man. Yeah, yeah. And she no. said recently she's not pregnant. Oh, because I guess it was a rumor going yeah. around that oh, I she was pregnant. I mean, she wears a lot of baggy clothes. So I can't really tell. Yeah. I mean, she was gained a little bit of weight, but it yeah. wasn't, you know, nothing. Just a little mama weight. She just, <laughs> you know, that's just a little fart or some weight, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she said nobody shot her club up. Mm, they did yeah. nobody yeah. shoot my club up. <laughs> Shout out to you, Erica. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, what else going on? So Cardi B is in the news a little bit, and I was just want to talk about the the grander issue of what she's talking about Wait, now. Can we start with shout out to her and her fashion over line selling out within I don't know how many she minutes hours. Yeah, her fashion over line dropped yesterday maybe and okay. it sold out before noon, I believe. So, shout out how to much, I didn't even get how, a chance to look at it. I wonder it. how many pieces they made. I'm not sure, but I know everything was priced fairly like 40 40 and under mm-hmm. maybe. Shout out to Yeah, she was doing a damn thing. Mm-hmm. Congrats but to her. She's that. also going to be on a rhythm and flow show with T.I. and mm, somebody yeah, I else that. I can't remember. T.I. Chance the Rapper. Yeah. Chance the Rapper, which is a kind of a crazy lineup for a rap judge show to me. But um, I'm Netflix. down with it. I'm going to check it out. It's on Netflix. Oh, wow. And they're saying they're going to go to different neighborhoods and rate the rapper, see who has the potential to be a star, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I want to see it just because I think it'll be funny seeing how T.I., Chance, and Cardi interact. But um, she also had a few comments at a show she did. She said that in taking aim at Nicki Minaj, she was constantly been criticizing her for not writing her songs. Uh, Cardi B said that everybody has writers, including some of your favorites, including the ones who deny it and say they don't. Now, we have an industry... We have an artist among us, so I want to explore whether this is true or not. He's been saying that for years. I mean, it just depends on the rapper. It's like, I've been in studios. I'll I'll be the first to say out of all the rappers that I've worked with, I've never seen anyone get their their verses written for them. Okay. I've never seen Slim get his verse written for him. I've never seen... uh, Brad get his Scarface get his you know shit written for him. Yeah. Never saw Arian. Wish get I was on a first name basis with Scarface. There's a reason why I hold another thing, but there's okay. a reason why I so there's a difference between Brad and a difference between Scarface. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. But um um never seen I was in the studio with a few guys, you know, like a lot of them I've never really seen all of them get their shit written for. And that's not to say that that's not saying that Slim's the greatest rapper of all time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But do I believe that people are getting their verses written for him? Absolutely. Yeah. But um a lot of the greatest ones, a lot of the greats, I would say, probably aren't. You know, um, like you're not gonna say that same thing about Nas, and you're not gonna say that same thing about Hove. You're not gonna say that same because those are my faves. Like I don't like, I'm not gonna like. I like Migos, but that don't make make them my favorite. Yeah, group. You know what I'm saying? So if they're getting their ver- their verses written for them, who gives a f- shit for me? Like I don't care. 
I don't care enough to do that because there's certain there's certain standards I hold rappers to. You know what I'm saying? And there's a um there's a certain part of your um the certain subject matter that you rap about or certain thing that you say that has to I gotta feel it come from you or else I don't believe it. Yeah. Right. So um, you know, Ross has made a living ghostwriting for rappers. Yeah. Um, oh really? Yeah. Okay. And That's you know, he doesn't really say it, you know, to many people. I mean, but one of the main niggas is Diddy. Like you, you know, well, everybody yeah, we know, know Diddy that. gets his shit yeah, written for. Yeah. You know, um, um, Dre's never shot away from, but these are producers that we're talking about, right? Yeah. Kanye's never shot away from people saying, um, from saying people wrote for them, and you know, I don't know exactly what fave she's talking about. Um, and when. Also, when people say writing for, do they mean strictly writing for? Or I've also heard instances where there are just people in the studio that may throw out an idea and they get credit and on the song. Get a credit for yeah, so are they, they consider? Get, are they so considering that that's writing? Some, that's or, something that you know, need to be cleared up too. Yeah, that and um, you know, there's a lot of rappers who um are very good rappers, but they have a really hard time creating hooks and making complete songs. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's where you get um guys like me to come in or guys like, um, you know, Ryan Fess or, you know, you know, these guys that have been behind the scenes for a long time writing hooks for guys. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's why it never really bothered me too much about like Drake. I was like, Drake's output is so big and he's such a, a pop star at this point that he got to make pop records at some point. He got to make some shit that's going to pop yeah. all the time. Yeah. And he not going to have an answer on the hook all the time. But so, the, the thing with him, though, that was a little bit different. It was more than the hook. It was a literal whole verses that we saw. Well, yeah, that, that too. Being, that too. And it's also, but it's also, it, it's to, for me, it was like, it's not like it's his most lyrical shit ever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a song. It was a song that was like meant to like a hit it's song. Like a club Kill song. The, yeah. The, yeah. The, the arena. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you want to shock me? Tell me, um, Beanie Siegel right wrote "Song Cry," or oh, shit, me cry. tell oh. me, <laughs> yeah, like you want to shock me? Tell me, you know, um, Grandmaster Kaz wrote "I Ain't No Joke," or, um, you know, because we know, I, I guess now most people know that that Nas wrote uh, "Getting Jiggy with It." Yeah. Oh yeah. Wrote the whole shit. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like that, that, that doesn't shock me. Like it, it, you know, but you tell me somebody wrote Nas's, you know, it, it ain't hard to tell. Then I'm like, huh? Okay. Like that, that would be weird for me. Like, I, I don't know. Like, and it's only a big deal in rap though. That's true. Because Whitney Houston never wrote a note, never wrote a song. Mariah Carey does not write music. Mariah Carey does write some of her songs. Though. Some of them. Yeah. She doesn't write them. Like her biggest hits, I would venture to say she didn't write them. Like her biggest pop hits, I don't think she wrote those. Um, Beyonce don't write all her music. Um, there's a there's only a few artists that like legitimately write, like the wrote everything. Like Prince wrote everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Obsessed with it. And played everything. Yes. He wrote everything and then wrote more for all of his other artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, uh uh Stevie, one of those guys, the uh uh Donny Hathaway is my favorite yeah. artist. Like these, you know, there's a lot of artists that that you know that do write music and they do, but you know, 
sometimes it depends on your output. Like, I don't believe that Cardi B writes any of her songs, but I don't really give a shit. That's true. Um, and my only problem with every with people writing Nicki Minaj's shit is that it don't be right. It don't be good. You don't so think she makes good music? Let's go ahead and get in this Nicki, okay. into this Nicki thing. You said you wanted to um, really honestly discuss her. Yeah, man, like. Trash. I don't know if it, I don't know if any barbs feel? are listening. Of I, don't give, I don't give a shit. I'm just gonna laugh at well, you. We gonna we gonna upset two huge fan bases here. First, Aaliyah, and now Nikki. <laughs> we'll see. Well, they, I, I mean, let's do it. Too. The barbs are mean. Yes. Nikki doesn't make good enough music to be to act the like the clown that she acts. Oh yeah. I don't think we can. We can easily erase. Mean. We can easily erase. Nikki from the song and put someone else to deliver that song and then that person is her own song because her I, song. I think she the top dog when it come to features she no could she kill, not she could kill she could kill anybody are feature. you saying as name far a feature she killed in the last in five years her best feature name no, a feature she killed in the last five years I mean she if killed you can't the, think um, of because she's she's featured on a bunch the yo, of them. I mean Yo Gotti what's the one song uh, uh, I forget Rake it up Rake it up. Her her features stand, and that's out provided that she wrote that. I mean, well, I'm not saying she okay. wrote anything. But so I, I feel like her features are better than her actual songs. I can agree I with that. I can agree that the features are better than yeah, her songs. When I listen to her on features, I, I'm like, damn. But she's I'm silly. trying to figure out. But as far as I will give you Rake song, it up, I'll I give you Big Bank wasn't monster. I skip Big Bank. Really? Every single fucking time that shit comes on in my headphones. I think it was too bad. Because she ruins the damn song. (laughs) She ruins the song. Like, if you're going to have a ghostwriter or if you're going to write your shit, bro, like, try not to be whack. (laughs) (laughs) I would hope that's everybody's intentions. Just try to not. What what in particular do you not like about her rap? Is it the punchlines? Her punchlines are trash. Do you like her, her voices? Her punchlines are trash. Uh, the voice thing, I don't really dig at all. That kind of bothers me. Um, I for the life of me can't understand why everyone, why no one's telling her to stop singing. I don't think she's a terrible singer as far as rap Bro, singers go. She's a I fucking mean, terrible singer. Okay. okay. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Like, as far as rap singers go, like, a lot of them rap singers are bad singers. Yes. We just don't say it because yeah. the song is catchy. Mm-hmm. She's not a good singer. And I wish she would stop singing. Um, I think she's somebody that could get away with it, though. I, she she put- can get away with it because she has a large fan base. Yeah. <laughs> but if she's still... On the block somewhere, nobody's gonna allow her to fucking sing like that. It's like she, nah, she she's wouldn't. not well, good that's at half the people in the industry. Let's I've be seen real. clips of her. I've seen clips of her live shows. They're not good. Like they're not a. I get it. She looks a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a certain uh, attitude. Per, attitude. Um, she has a good delivery sometimes. Um, I. I can't. I can't. And again, you're not making good enough music to be Acting this the person. Way that you do. Okay. Like even when even when Rihanna was a mean girl, mm-hmm. she stopped that shit. Yeah. But when she, Rihanna was a mean girl, she was putting out hits, hits like a motherfucker. Um, 
you don't like uh like I, I listen to the Joe Budden podcast a lot and a lot of, uh, Rory always talks about how like she never really acts like the superstar that she is. She doesn't. And she doesn't. She acts like a child. And and part of it I don't put all the way on her because I truly don't believe that she's sober. I think she's I think she's on something. I 100% agree with you. But the problem that I have with that is you got all these people rolling around with you and ain't nobody telling you you got to chill. Mm-hmm. You ain't nobody telling you like, yeah, like we get it. Sometimes we want to turn up on somebody every now and then. And we want to, you you know, there's nobody telling you, yo, bro, can you just not do that now? Yeah. You, you know, maybe not or is she allowing that. them to. Yeah. That's the like, thing. Is she allowing the no, the people. The only album no. were the only album rollout that was worse than Kanye's this year was Nicki Minaj's. It was the yeah, worst album that. rollout I've ever seen. You you bullied a girl for te- saying that she wanted she wanted to hear, you know, more mature music from you. Cuz you're fucking 36, yes. bro. So, yeah, yeah we want to hear 36-year-old Nicki and not you fucking sucking on a lollipop, a big ass lollipop from 1998. All these bitches, my sons. All these bitches, my like we're we're tired of you saying it because none of these bitches are your sons anymore. Some of these bitches are better than you. Yeah, (laughs) all these bitches are better than you. So, um, you you did all of that bullying, and then you went and you told all of your 17 year old fans to go attack people and death threats and all that kind of shit. That's corny shit. You're not making good enough music for that shit, my nigga. If Beyonce can chill. And not bother yes. nobody and not attack nobody when people say stuff bad about her. You can do it. If if uh if Rhapsody can do it, you can do it. Yeah. If Michael Jackson could do it, you can do it. If Twitter, Prince could do you. it, yeah. Like if if Prince could do it. You can do it. Prince did clap back at people. He clapped. He back clapped back at people. He clapped back at people that we knew, though. Yes. No, and, he, it, and it wasn't. A, and it wasn't even a whole lot of shit that you could say to Prince. Like yeah. whatever he said, he was like, "Okay, yeah, you got." Yeah, point. he would roll with it. I get yeah. you. And and like, there's just a way to to do this and not be lame about it. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're not making good music. You don't get to just be lame to everybody. It don't matter how many 17-year-old kids. And on top of that, like, we can talk numbers and we can talk, you know, sales and all that kind of shit. But one thing that I do know about the music industry, and it's being proven all over the place, is that most of these artists, if not all of these artists that are on major labels that are some of the biggest stars, their numbers are being doctored by streaming farms yes. all over the fucking world. Yes. So don't tell me about the billion streams you got, bro, because you got. You still gotta, didn't beat Cardi first week, so. Right. You, you did didn't all beat of that. Travis the second. Nope. Right. So, so like, like I put it in basketball terms or, or football terms. Like, don't talk all that shit and still lose. I don't think you have said anything that I have not expressed on this show. You and have. It, you've taken the jazz position. Definitely. Yeah. Like you gotta, you gotta sit and you gotta chill. You have to understand that the fall is way faster than the than the ascent. Yes. And when you got 
female rappers literally i looked up and there were just so many female rappers around like the city grills yeah. um <laughs> city grills uh sweetie um is that how you say her name yeah I, i've never heard any of her music or whatever but i've heard like you know, i've heard good stuff about her or um uh, what's the chick from uh what's detroit uh, uh big sean days loaf. Uh, no no not days loaf uh is she from detroit uh doll maybe cash doll cash doll, That's cash doll. Okay, yeah. um you got them you got uh my girl from uh new orleans 3d not t uh i don't know if y'all heard 3d not t but she's a fucking beast i haven't heard of her and writes all that shit really? and be saying shit about your favorite <laughs> like cole is a like one more time for me 3d not t n-a-t-e n-a-t-e-e but and then you got rhapsody and you got and then you got Cardi and you got uh and then every now and then Trina throws something out mm-hmm. there. And then you hear um um I, it's weird. I haven't really heard many um West Coast female rappers in a while. Uh, really. Kamaya. You don't listen to Kamaya? I, I haven't heard Kamaya yet. Oh, okay. But I've heard the name. Yeah. Uh, I'm not familiar with Kamaya. So I don't know I'm that think she of a has West Coast too many. female rapper. Um, Lady of Rage, yeah, Yo-Yo. That's what I was yes. um, you have to go way back in yeah. the day. Yeah, uh, it's a couple. It's a couple. Now, but, go ahead. But yeah, like you, you, like I don't see Missy Elliott running around here. Yeah, calling these bitches her sons when they literally are. Yes. Like to me, Missy Elliott is the greatest female hip hop artist of all time. The most well-rounded. I would agree. She got the best videos. Yeah. She got the best song. Super Duper Fly was. One of the better produced pr- and produced vocals. debut album. Yes. Debut album. Not just five albums in. Yes. We're talking about debut album. You coming in here with the hitters, with the heat. And she could sing. She, she could sing. Wrote she for wrote Aaliyah. for Aaliyah. She wrote for 702. Mm-hmm. She wrote for uh Genuine. Yep. She wrote for Timbaland. She writing for uh uh, I think she might have written for Britney Spears. Yeah. You know, what whatever it is, like she she got it. You know what I'm saying? Um Queen Latifah, like you don't see them doing that shit. Yeah. I also would say that those people, the people that you're naming are confident within themselves too. Well, right. I would like to think that they are confident in their crafts. They know mm-hmm. that they putting out legit stuff. Nikki knows she's falling off. But she been yeah. like she been like that. She's kind of been like that though. for a while. And, and, and what made yeah. it worse was it wasn't a lot of female rappers that was close to her. Bro, mm-hmm. she was winning best female rapper on BT Awards every, every year, and then her candidates would be like Diamond from Crime Mob. She yes. ain't put out shit in six yeah. years. <laughs> and then um, Rod Digger, uh, Rod Digger. They had did. Remy Ma in the in the shit. She, was, she in was in jail still. Yeah. Like like come on, bro. Like you 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 out here. The problem is that. Um, She's like that athlete that um, that is only good when nobody's guarding her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you know, um, like there's certain players that are amazing, forty point niggas in this in the regular season. In the finals, they're on the bench somewhere hiding the injury or they scoring yeah. 10 points they're going three for 25 mm-hmm. there's quarterbacks that throw six touchdowns against the fucking Bengals, yes. and then you play the patriots and you you can't buy a touchdown right like it, it's boxers that i mean we call him spade a spade mike mike tyson was almost that guy like mike tyson was 
smacking a whole lot of niggas around in the first mm-hmm. minute of the fight until he falls somebody that will punch you smooth in the face. Mm-hmm. And then he was never, because boxers are never the same after that first knockout, right? So that's that's Nicki Minaj right now. You've been beating up on girls that weren't even putting out music. Yeah. like. And that's yeah. the thing, too. Like, I understand competition. You want to be better than the next person. But with you being this pioneer in the game and you seeing all these female rappers that are taking off that we haven't seen in some time, why wouldn't you want to um, be somewhat of a role model or somewhat of a mentor to these well, ladies that, instead of shitting on them? That's what that's, I don't understand. That's one thing that I can't completely fault her on, again, is that we've created a, pos- like a position in a society in America period where only one black girl can get through. Mm -hmm. Beyonce can go, but Sierra can't. Mm -hmm. Lil Kim can be here, but Nikki can't. And now as Nikki can, Nikki feels like I am supposed to be here. And then Cardi can't. And you know, if you notice, there's only one Oprah. Yeah. There's a lot of talented black women out there that could probably do what Oprah's doing. And I love Oprah. I think that even Oprah would like to see more Oprah's. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there's um I'm sure Michelle Obama would love to see other Michelle Obamas. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's even in your in the workplace. It's not always the same in music though. Do you think Beyonce wants to see another Beyonce? I think she wouldn't mind it. I mean, she shut she down Carrie Hilson reportedly, allegedly. Yeah, but that's because I mean, Carrie Hilson was saying shit about her. Yeah. Like, you got to remember, like, there's, like, Beyonce don't really ever say nothing to nobody. Yeah. Like, Beyonce don't she do shit to nobody. Speak for her. You she know what I mean? Like, and, and behind crap. the scenes, it may, be, it may be different. She may be an asshole. I don't know. But, you know, there's room for, and I've seen Beyonce champion a whole lot that's of true. successful black women. New successful black women. Yeah. Cardi, Tiffany Haddish, uh uh Chloe and Halle now. Chloe and Halle. Yeah. Uh Nikki. You know what I mean? Like she's yep. Lady Gaga. You know, all of these people that, you know, that she could very well just be like, oh, they ain't on my level. I'm just not gonna yeah. you know it doesn't have to be that way. Um, but Beyonce learned at a very early age that she wasn't she she knew what the the type of person she was going to be. And like you said, a lot of these people are comfortable with who they are. Nikki has, has been a character for so long. Nikki's been a character for so fucking long that she don't even know who she is anymore. Okay. So, you know, I, I I remember when Nikki was the lesbian girl exactly, in the Brooklyn. the fake lesbian that she started out being. Yeah, with yeah. the flat ass and, and you know, in the in the bad weave. And then she go get a butt job and then all of a sudden she, she run around talking about she thick. You know, you're still skinny. You just have a butt that doesn't match. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like for me, I don't see. Like when you when you, I guess that mean I guess that goes to show that like, um, money and success and fame and all that stuff really doesn't. Uh, they don't really help you figure out who you are because a lot of people run away from that and they try to go recalibrate. Like we were talking about earlier with with uh with uh crit and you know guys like that like. Guys that see it and they and they can be there and then they see their other friends that are up there and they're like, man, that's a shitty life, yeah. Yeah. you know. But then you know, Nikki wanted this so bad and she wanted to be this this top tier thing and now you gotta what she what she didn't realize when she got there was like, okay, yeah, you got a little hit right there. You do it again. Oh, you got another. Okay, cool. 
Do it again. Mm-hmm. No, you miss, nigga. Do it again. <laughs> and then do it again and do it again. Like, that's the thing. Like, Beyonce got to do it again over and over and over and over again. Jay-Z got to do it again and again and again and again. Kanye even got to do it again. That's why niggas is like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, what's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? Like, because not only are you not doing it again, but you're also tripping. Yes. You cooning. So yeah. I think at a certain point, you got to like take a step back and like really evaluate your team because your team not really telling you the right thing either. Yeah. Either that either that or they it. are or you're not listening yeah. and you're not listening. And then, and at some point, and I think that it would be one of those things where if if they weren't listening, if she wasn't listening, you would see a lot of her team drop her by now. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people think about it though too. That's all, She holds a lot of power, which I would imagine people in her team mm-hmm. don't. And they mm-hmm. don't have they she paying their bills. She they support she's supporting their family. So they not wanting to lose their jobs. It's just sad right. that there's nobody around her that is I, I just would like to see somebody at least take her and really that really cares for her to talk to her and just yeah. really try to get her some help. Cause this is not cool. Like it's and it's really sad. I have a retort. Okay. okay. Now I a lot of what y'all say is true. I do think she is tripping. I do think she misuses her influence over people to attack people unjustly. Mm -hmm. I do believe her music is subpar considering what she used to be putting out. That being said, uh, as a hip hop head, as a music head, I have to champion what she is trying to stand for. The fact that she takes pride in writing her own rhymes, creating her own music, because I'm not hating on Cardi at all. Mm-hmm. I understand she has a lane, mm-hmm. but I I'm not gonna lie and say I don't fear what that lane is gonna become in the future. Mm-hmm. Because when you peep game and you realize, okay, Cardi B came from a reality show. She was a stripper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. reality show. She was a mm-hmm. reality star before she was a rapper. She dropped mm-hmm. some mixtapes, had some underground, you know, fire. Mm-hmm. Then she came out. With the Bodaki Yellow song blows up. Yeah, yeah. Atlantic puts the whole machine behind her. Yeah. Puts Bruno Mars on her songs. As they should. Yes. Yeah. They they put the battery in her. And that's her their artist. Mm-hmm. Atlantic, soon after that, soon after that formula works. They sign the Cash Me Outside girl. Well, Atlantic's been doing that cone shit for years. So well, like that's Atlantic's been doing that. And, and that's not necessarily a direct reflection of of uh um Cardi, because you know who else Atlantic signed and threw a bunch of money at? Trinidad James. That's true. They gave him $2 million. Yeah, a hot mixtape, though. And then <laughs> and, and they realized, you know, and Trinidad James gone, has gone on to, you know, create a lane for himself and, and you know, be a personality, and that's cool. Yeah. Um, Atlantic's been signing, Atlantic's been signing circus acts for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they keep doing it. And the roster is just like that's just their formula. That's just what they do. It's just like when you look on RCA's um RCA's roster and it's none but R and B artists. Yeah. You know, it, it's just kind of what it is. My only problem with what you're saying yeah. with 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 my, Nikki is that yeah, you're championing and you're 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 pushing for artists to write their own music, but mm-hmm. also lying about writing your own music. Do we don't know that for a fact though. My okay, okay. I, just, I believe I. I don't think you, she's. You, she sounded like Safari. 
no, for and, very for a very long and, time. And plus, she never said all of this until Cardi B. And that's that's what popping. I have to say. Nah, got, she said me... it. She said it with. Uh, she said it with um, the white girl. Um, yeah, uh, Iggy, 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 yeah, Iggy. Yeah, and yeah. Iggy was trash. That's another one too. They yeah. tried to make it work. Cardi B is like the successful Nikki uh, Iggy Azalea, basically. My thing yeah. is, okay, uh, I agree with what you're getting at, but Nikki's her whole thing. That's not where it started at. Her thing started with the numbers. Then when she couldn't win the numbers that's name, true. she got then she started getting at the writing. It'd be different if that was always her argument to begin with. That wasn't always her argument. And uh, another thing is that like, it's the way you do it. It's the it's your messaging in that right. So like, I could get on here all day and I could say. Man, these singer man, man, they, they, these niggas don't do nothing but but do the same thing over and over again, and they trash and they this and that, blah blah. And I can say that, and I can go and say it until I'm blue in the face. Yes. Um, even about the niggas that's more successful than I am, right? There's also a moment in time where, like, when I'm dealing with rappers, a lot of times, especially new rappers, like if I'm if they didn't, you know asked to do business with me and they want me on a hook or something like that i'll listen to their shit and i would and they'll and a lot of times what they'll do is they'll ask me so what you think bro Mm -hmm. and um and i'll give them constructive criticisms about stuff and i would do it without saying bro that shit you doing man that shit trash don't do that shit everybody else doing that i would just say man one of the things that i like to tell them is to just find who you are tell your story do it the way you want to do it and don't necessarily worry about what's trending as far as sounds go, because there's certain things that you can say and certain ways that you can say things that will last much longer than the trend. Yeah. You know, a, a club record comes a dime a dozen. So like, you know, really try to get into like figuring out who you are as an artist and you'll be become a better artist. I don't want to hear the girl that maybe barely writes her own lyrics, even if she is writing her own lyrics, she's like, I'll write my own lyrics. Yeah, we could tell. We could tell. Because these these raps are trash. You're on Twitter explaining the most basic bars (laughs) on earth, and you just think that shit is just so fire. I said... Kobe, KD, Kyrie, Kobe, pick a K. Pick a K. <laughs> because the, all they names start with K. I'm so fucking. Oh man, y'all, y'all figure it out later. Fuck out of here. Like, like that's just not even dope in '87. Like, we, like, like, come on, man. Like, and and I know other female rappers are looking at her like, okay, yeah, but Grace. You know, it's it's a lot of it, women are that are already successful are already doing their own thing. Like, look, man, she whatever. And maybe some of them are her friends and they're just like, eh, you know, whatever. Like, what can I say? But but are they her friends then? Well, it, I, I would say friend, but like I would I think mainly like acquaintance want, and just, stuff like that. I think they don't even want to get in that shit. Because yeah, because they like see how she is. Yeah, like I'm not finna I'm not finna go to do this back and forth with you, yeah. uh, Nikki. Yeah. I'm fucking 45. <laughs> and I'll beat your ass out here. Yeah. Like, like I'm not finna get into this with you on no Twitter. Yeah. I got a show to host, you know, Queen of Teeth out here doing her shit. Yeah. And, um and, and and Missy out here doing her and and I like them because they show love to everybody even when niggas is slipping, right? Yeah. But like to me, like 
you don't get to be the champion for writing your own shit when you don't write your own shit. You don't get to like the, when like uh like when Robert Glassford was talking about uh Lauren Hill, Hill, he was yes. like the best thing you ever did you didn't do. Yeah. So like you said, they, she great feature song. Well, that's not even her song. So you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I like to think too that um the way that Nikki came into the game as far as like uh, uh dealing with some of the some of the pioneer um women of hip hop, they yeah. she didn't really do that very gracefully. So that may yeah. be as to why she's not receiving, um, you and know, so, receiving people reaching out to her. Right. Either. And so when you shitting on all, all these bitches, my and sons like, yeah. and all this and blah, blah, blah. Every rapper, let's be fair. Every rapper does that. Every rapper says every other, another nigga ain't shit. Every other bitch ain't well, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all like, do that. Rappers, rappers that. are, rappers are no, it's always about, you know, me, I'm the best. I'm yes. the I'm this. I'm that. There's also niggas that like, like. Pac didn't even like Jay Z. Jay Z still acknowledges Jay-Z, him. He like, broken. I smoke daily. Yeah, like I don't. He could easily have been like, go you back know, and Pac. Where's Pac now? You know, you, you know that kind of shit. Like he could easily have, um, you know, he went on tour with Daddy Kane back in. 88 that was like his first yeah. real thing like he he could easily shit on big daddy Kane if he wanted to if he felt like that was a um a viable option for him but respect grace all that stuff and i'm not saying that you gotta bow down to every rapper that came before you you might not even like them niggas like that is, but, is jay-z the best person to use for that example because Jay-Z of how the, he went after mob deep and Nas. jay-z is the best example because all around, he is the greatest rapper of all time. No, I agree. I agree. And with so, that. like, he and the way he's been able to get and maneuver past a lot of shit, yeah, speaks to how good he is, and it's part of how good he is. So, you know, yeah, when when beef coming, when beef is coming, and they and you getting this, oh, okay, cool. I'm gonna give you these these bars. I'm now, gonna give he, you. He struck first. He shot. Yeah, first. yeah. And and that was a moment of time where Jay Z wasn't hove. Yeah. This is just Jay Z here. We talking so Nas is a peer of his, so he's like, "Nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, take a little shot at Nas, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a couple things about about Mob Deep, and it ain't no, no real, real beef, but you know who did you know was, what to you know who? Let's yeah, keep he that said between me and you, personal man, shit. Nah. You know what I'm saying? But you know, and then too, it was more of who's the best too. Yeah, because yeah. in New York there was heavy competition. It was yeah, who's better between Jay Z and Nas? Yeah, and it's and it's just it's just like hooping, bro. Like, oh, you dunked on me, cool. About to come two hand dunk on your bitch ass, and then <laughs> okay, cool. I'm about to cross you up, and then three sixty with the three pointer on your ass, and then like NBA Jam, and you know. <laughs> Which is great. Like I'm all for female hip hop competition too. So I, that's not to say because like it, it would frame it as if male rappers are the only ones that can you know have that competition and all that yeah. kind of stuff. No, female rappers can do it too. But like the way she's doing is like it's a whack. Too much, yeah. Because like because because first of all, you're being corny out of the booth, and then you're in the booth being corny. So like you can't you can't do both bad, you know what I'm saying? Like at least fifty, you know, as 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 lame as fifty is a lot of time on social media, mm-hmm. the nigga will still give you. A, he got some of the best diss tracks. Yeah, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, there's there's a way to do it. And I and I would hope that some of these male rappers would tell her, like, fam, you're not doing it the way you need to do this. Like, you really want to kill her, you know, first of all, put out a good song mm-hmm. that'll chart higher than Cardi. You know, you're like, but don't, but don't talk all this shit and then still lose. Don't talk and still lose like that. Like, and, and see, I think she's struggling too because this is the first time she's been in this position. Yeah, she came, she came in as a, she came in as a rookie. You know, outshine everybody, and she's been on top for like what? But almost that's 10 why. Years. But that's why I say she was now, on top when nobody else really was around. Like Eve yeah. was somewhere. Getting married, billionaire. Um, and yeah, it's, it's funny because when I mentioned that a couple years ago, all the Barbies like, nah, she the best, at blah 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 blah. But it's like, like she making the same no, type of music. Yeah, like don't tell me you the the don't be the six foot ten ten year old. You know what I'm saying? You just in here with the niggas that don't ain't putting out shit. Trina puts out a record like every three or four years, something like that, and goes about her business and goes and lives her life. Queen Latifah ain't put out a, a she, rap well, album. She ain't a rapper, really, anymore. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Queen is so she far removed from that. Right, yeah. but I think that if, I think that, that she was all about unity. Taste level ass. is so, her taste level is so refined that she could put together some bars. She just chooses not to. Yeah. Why? Because there's no money in the rap game. But, like, even, even later on, Lil' Kim, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, you can, like, nobody was putting out music when you were, like, when you were why killing is, the game. Well, let's explore why that is. Um, A lot of them aged out. A lot of them aged point. out. And, and the others. the reality of female rap, I think, it is inherently immature. Yeah. Because they only talk about fucking, they only talk about, I'm the best bitch. Subject matter historically, is, is yeah. I'm not because talking about like MC like, lights and the under. Because some of them feel like that's what they have to do. Yes, they feel like that. You that's, know, those are the ones that's getting this, the shine. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, you know, put on this thong, and I gotta open my legs and do whatever the fuck I gotta do. And yes. which is fine if you still rap good, though. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh what's the girl name? I forgot to mention her. The chick from here, um, uh, uh, Meg, Megan the Stallion. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She, she, like I heard some shit from her, and I'm like, okay, she, mm-hmm. she jamming, and she one of them, you know, Fashion Nova, you know, chicks too. Like yeah. I'm, like I'm okay with all of that shit, but I like because a lot of it it has to do with like, like you can bust it open as much as you want to bust it open, but just be good with it and what you do. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like Jill Scott, you can suck all the air penis you want. <laughs> just sing the song that the I singer. like yes. that's really good. Like, other than that, like, you just, other than that, you're a porn star. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't, you know, like, and but that's the thing. She understands, like, a person like Jill Scott and a person like a lot of these these people that, like, a Beyonce and all that stuff, you could be as sexual as you want, but you still got to make good product. You still got to put good shit out, yes. you know? Uh, even when Rihanna's not making music, her makeup still got to be popping. Her uh, her clothing, her lingerie line still got to be got to be tight, or else you know what else am I doing? Like, they still don't buy it. <laughs> nah, it's it's been some because <laughs> I mean, I, I well, you, you you're right because I don't know why niggas is buying 
the Yeezy collection. Clothes. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, I don't know exactly. why that, yeah. mm-hmm. niggas look like Mad shit. Max Beyond Thunderdome <laughs> in this house. Yeah, but um, uh, that that was a good deep dive on Nikki, man. Because it, it's funny because especially me and Figgy usually team up on Jasmine mm-hmm. when this comes up because she is a huge Cardi fan and Nikki hater. So, I wouldn't say Nikki hater. Nah, you don't like Nikki. Nah, she thinks she has problems and she's on drugs and shit. She needs but, help. I think I, needs I, help. I think I have a problem with people who all switched over like, yeah, Nikki whack. Yes. But a couple years ago, like, yeah, people you was would, like, oh, I'm a bard. A couple years ago. got the same fucking bang she had on. A couple years ago, you couldn't say anything bad about Nikki. Yes. But now you can't find nobody that like Nikki. And it's like, where was y'all at a couple years ago? Oh, no, you can find them. They're at your oh. local high school. <laughs> <laughs> that about does it for part one. Hope you guys enjoyed that. And if you did, we have a lot more in store for you next week. So come back and check it out. Remember to follow the podcast on everything, Facebook, Instagram, iTunes. You know the deal. Also, make sure you're following Jack Freeman on all his social media accounts. Stream his music. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. It's available on all streaming platforms. Also, make sure you get your tickets for Arian Foster, a.k.a. Bobby Fino. He will be performing at the House of Blues on Saturday, November 24th. So get your tickets now and make sure you're in attendance. Uh, Jack Freeman will be there as well. So check him out. Uh, Also, make sure you get your tickets for Jack Freeman. He's performing. He's opening for Life Jennings at the House of Blues on December 28th. So make sure you get your tickets for that as well. Make sure you check it out. Bring your girl. Bring whoever. Bring whoever you're talking to. And hopefully you get some that night. And that's it, y'all. Come back next week. Like I said, we got a lot more in store for you. A lot more good conversation. And that's it. Peace.